0: What's going on guys, and welcome to episode 181 of the Tastecast, our weekly podcast where we talk about all things gaming. On this episode, we will be discussing the games we've been playing, including Hogwarts Legacy and Dead Space. We will be skipping game releases as I've done that as an individual episode. Make sure to go check that out if you want to see that. We will be watching and reacting to videos of Pacific Drive, a driving roguelite, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, and we'll be discussing the price point. Also, if the Switch is coming to an end and what comes next for Nintendo. And then, of course, reading your guys' comments. And so, with that, I hope you guys enjoy this tasty cast. If you do, make sure to hit the subscribe button, make sure to hit the like button, and make sure to comment if you have something to say about what we had to say. All right, let's get into it. All right, episode 181 of The Tasty Cast. My name's Seth, and joining me today is Chevy. Chevy, we're doing things a little different lately. I wanted to get intros in and out, be a little more punchy about it, give people the info they need to know about the episode. So uh, hopefully that worked out really good for everybody, but um, and hopefully it worked out really well for you as well. Uh, yeah. Also, feedback welcome. So. Yeah, give us feedback. I'm changing a couple things up this year just to see how it goes. So uh, if you guys have any thoughts on anything, let me know. Um, but how you doing? doing good been a lazy day so uh,
1: didn't play as much games as I'd like we'll get to that point same uh, but did play some stuff how are you
0: I am good I'm excited to be doing this tasty cast because I, uh, I again with the the new uh, things I'm trying this year with the channel been trying to make more short form content on top of um, my recent vacation we haven't done a taste cast in like a month. So, um, it'll be nice to have uh, this long form conversation because we haven't had one in a while. It feels weird to not have done a Tasty Cast in a while. It's always weird towards the end of the month anyway because we've got to do uh, Game of the Month and Plus Clubs so that interrupts right. the flow of Tasty Cast. So, it's technically like three weeks. Uh, a month that we do Tasty Cast, but uh, it's been been a big chunk of time since we've done that. So, um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm stoked for that. I'm stoked to talk about the topics and the games we've been playing. I also have not been playing as many games as I would like to, um, but I've played a lot of the current ones. So I feel like we got some relevant stuff to talk about. Um, yeah, doing good. Uh, before we jump into what we've been playing, though, I want to let people know in case you missed it in the intro that I did our game releases segment that we typically do at the first taste cast every month as an individual episode i'm going to be doing that moving forward i would even like to just bring you in as well and still maintain what we were doing before but just do it as an individual episode Mm -hmm. so we can get them out like you know in the first three or first three (laughs) episodes first three days of the month month. Yeah. yeah um so make sure to check that out if you missed that in case you want to get caught up on what's coming out or you want to know what i think about the games coming out and then you know later months uh both of us will We'll just maintain what we did already just outside of TastyCast. So check that out. But also, um, real quick question. So uh, Nintendo Direct just happened. We typically cover events like that. And I made the decision to not cover it because I looked at the announcements. And there's not really a whole lot of announcements outside of, I think, Metroid Prime remaster happened. And that's pretty cool. But um, I feel like the Switch is getting phased out. Um, So my question to you is, how long... How much longer do you think the Switch has? When do you think we're getting a new console from Nintendo? And what do you want from it? It's a big question to start the episode with.
1: I mean, I really don't have any idea of like how much longer they plan on using the
0: current hardware. Here's Uh, my thoughts. I think we got a year or two before new hardware comes out. I think we're going to get an announcement this year or next year for brand new hardware. And so I think we'll be getting new hardware within by next year or the year after.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping it's not a drastic departure. Uh, cause I still feel like the switch is, uh, awesome. Yeah, it's good. It's just obviously the, the hardware aspect of it is falling behind like, um, <clears throat> specs wise, but like functionality wise, I, I really in- enjoy what they have going there. So, mm. um, hopefully they kind of, if that,
0: you know, when I should say they do another one, um, It's very similar. It's kind of amazing because I wasn't even. I love my PS Five, but I wasn't even like needing a new console when it came to the PS Four. I was very happy with it still. Like I feel like they could have used it for like another two years, which I'm glad they didn't. But like, I mean, they kind of did. Where, yeah, well, for sure, especially (laughs) for certain people. Um, Luckily, I was able to get uh, those PS Fives day one. But uh, a lot of people only are recently getting their PS Five, so it did get some longevity. But my whole point is. it's a great console and I was, and it plays great looking games, all that stuff. Uh, I feel the same about the switch, like, but I do, I do feel like we're getting a little long in, in its lifespan though, because even though the, um, experience of using the switch is awesome. I still love it. And the games that come out for it are, are still great. Um, I do feel like we are hitting a cap on the limitation of its, uh, power. Now I think it is time to catch up. Um, and so, uh, it's not even something that I feel like is necessary for Nintendo to do, but I feel like it's just kind of time to do it.
1: Yeah. I mean, soon at least. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> well, years, a couple of years, like I said, but yeah, I mean,
1: it's obviously people have been talking about like a potential switch pro for years. So mm-hmm. obviously it's been on people's minds anyways, to, to have a more powerful version uh, of even the current hardware, let alone if they decide to do something completely new. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, and as far as like what I'd like to see out of it, like I really, I I really would hate too much deviation. Like they could add some stuff to it, I suppose. Um, I'm probably the wrong person to ask about that because I don't even use like a lot of the stuff. Like it ha- the current one has same with like even the PS5 uh, the Dual Sense controller. I mean, it's lost on me with like all the the bells and whistles of it. Um, I actually kind of still prefer the PS4 controller so.
0: I prefer the ergonomics of the PS4 controller for sure. It was a much more comfortable controller in terms of pure gameplay. PS5 feels, uh, DualSense feels more premium and the bells and whistles are are much more high quality. Um, And if they were utilized could be really cool. But I think a lot of people got discouraged because they're being lazy about like, oh, just make resistance in the trigger and everybody's like we don't want that in a multiplayer game and people are like well i guess yeah. we won't use it and it's like well no but ratchet and clank was neat uh what you did with uh the astrobot game was really cool mm-hmm. like you just gotta pick and choose your battles yeah, i mean it works with some experiences for sure but multiplayer yeah I, I i hate it like yeah you can't put obstacles in the way of competition mm-hmm. because people are going to use that as and rightfully so they're going to use it as uh, a reason that they didn't perform as well mm-hmm. i get it Um, unless there's a mechanic in the game where your gun jams and have your you know trigger kind of lock up or have resistance that don't make sense but like when you're just trying to shoot at people and you're using your muscle to pull the trigger back and other people might turn that off it's a disadvantage for sure Yeah, yeah you're just slowing yourself down
1: yeah um and what was the third part of that question
0: I think you I asked uh how long do you think the switch has? When do you think we're getting new hardware and what do you want from the switch? Oh, okay, and it yeah, sounds yeah. like so far you're saying um better hardware.
1: Yeah, I mean that's pretty much all I'd want out of it. Yeah. Um maybe a little better ergonomics on the um Joy Cons. Because they're yeah. definitely not meant for I think most people's hands. So
0: Yeah, I think they're genius in their design that they can be used as individual controllers but it's not a preference it's just Mm -hmm. like if you have to use them you can which is a great option to have I'm somebody who loves options but uh, they could definitely now that they've done it and it works great they can be improved upon for sure For sure, yeah Yeah. Um, I'm pretty much in the same boat like I said I think looking at this Nintendo Direct and seeing how there's no like huge games coming after uh, Zelda and Pikmin 4 Um, kind of signals to me that, uh, they're winding down on the switch and the switch will be supported for years after Mm -hmm. this. Uh, just like, you know, how Sony does, um, I mean, the 3ds is just now, um, you know, being discontinued basically. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, but I do think, um, looking at the games coming. Uh, it does seem like they are prioritizing something else and i do think that's new hardware whether it's a pro or a brand new console i think we're a little late in the game to be doing a pro um so um i think either brand new console or an upgraded switch like a switch 2 they wouldn't call it that of course because nintendo doesn't do that call a super switch i don't know but uh switch U. switch well that would be a huge mistake (laughs) because uh that thing uh i was looking at a a, uh chart recently that showed the sales of that in between the Switch and the Wii and it's insanely low it's like they they, they didn't advertise the fucking thing yeah and they didn't support it either so but every you know every uh, company's got their hiccup yeah, when it comes sure. to their console so I actually like the Wii U but anyway um, so yeah I think it's going to happen within the next couple of years for sure um, I wouldn't be surprised to see something hinted towards uh, this year or next year for sure um in terms of what I want from the next Nintendo console, I think the Switch is the perfect culmination of everything that Nintendo has tried with their wacky ideas, the things that work, the things that don't work, and they've created this console that if it had more power, it would be like the perfect console. Um it's it's a portable console, it's a at-home console, uh it offers great games. Um it just doesn't have the power of a PS5 and Xbox uh series or a PC, of course. Um, and so if it had something comparable, something similar, um, it'd be like the perfect console. So um I don't want them to get too crazy with the next Nintendo console. I want them to make a better Switch. Um I think they've it sounds so weird because Nintendo's always kind of like come up with brand new weird ideas with every console that they've made. Um But I feel like it's all culminated to this point that they've kind of nailed, you know, they can bring new ideas. But as long as it's like a screen with with Joy-Cons, I would be happy um, getting a brand new console like that. Just with, you know, better hardware. It's been a while now, so they can put in more powerful stuff, better screen, better speakers, uh, better ergonomics on the Joy-Cons for sure. Um, You know, like the Steam Deck and the the handles don't come off, but um, the Steam Deck is a much more comfortable console to hold. It's also bigger um, but, uh, they can make like two different sizes for, for the, uh, next, uh, console if a switch like, but, uh, that's what I'd like to see because I, I really think the switch is probably in its design, one of the best consoles ever, which is kind of wild to say because I'm not a big mobile guy, but it gives me that option. Like I said earlier, I love options. Yeah. And so, um, and I've played my switch mostly on TVs, um, Same, but I have traveled with mine. Yeah. So. And I've used mine on the go as well. Um, I, I use my um, Steam Deck on the go way more than I've used really any console on the go, which is kind of crazy. So, um, but that kind of gives me the option to play like stuff I play on PC on the go. So that's really awesome. It, you know, goes into the cloud and stuff. So, um, but yeah, I don't want them to get too crazy with it. Um, if they want to add additional things that they want to get crazy with, that'd be cool. But yeah, Switch 2. I want to switch to. Uh, with, I don't think in that form factor you're going to get something as powerful as a PS5 or an Xbox series, even though Steam Deck is arguably very powerful. Um, but, you know, something that's just more powerful than the Switch. Um, maybe some new features, better speakers, stuff like that. But on that, um, they really they really got something special. So, um, yeah, that's what I want from it. I think it's going to come soon-ish uh, in terms of, you know, years. Uh but yeah, seems like it seems like after Zelda and uh, Pikmin four, we'll probably uh, start hearing about something new because we're, we're not hearing anything about any thing coming after that. No Marios, no anything. There's not, there hasn't even been a Mario Kart outside of the Wii U one that came well, out. I mean, they didn't get to sell it on the Wii U. So that's fair. <laughs> just, well, it feels weird for me because I owned it on Wii U. So like, well, I'm like one of the like 10 people that bought it. They also so.
1: kept supporting it
0: that mario kart though because like i think it even recently still had dlc
1: come out for it so yeah i played
0: it uh december Mm. at a christmas thing and uh there's a lot in that game now i'm like that's crazy that they just kind of took this game that like you said a lot of people didn't play and then they just added more and more to it and treated it like this generation's mario kart i actually like the approach they took with it just
1: because like i I get really sick of um Games that are just I'm going to use Call of Duty as an example or any sports game. They just keep making boom, 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 mm-hmm. boom, instead of just like supporting the one game. And like, you know, I get they're trying to make money and they're used to making annual money off them at this point. Just sell a, a DLCs and stuff instead to, to expand the game.
0: Yeah, I get that. I also like that because the Wii U was such a failed console, um, there's not games that were locked onto that console because you didn't pick it up. So like they're salvaging everything they can. I think most from that. Well, that Donkey Kong game that was on Wii U, Mm -hmm. they brought that over. They brought a bunch of stuff from the Wii U over, a bunch of stuff. There's like 10 games for that thing. But um, they brought all the big important ones over, and so you're not getting penalized essentially for not picking up the Wii U. You still get to play those games. Um, They did it really smart. Mm -hmm. I kind of hate the idea that they kind of forgot about the Wii U um, just because I thought it was a pretty neat console, but it's literally the middle ground between the Wii and the Switch. So it's it's, it's kind of a weird mutant. It's like that... uh, it's like that Ripley mutant and, uh uh Alien Resurrection if you know what I'm talking about a little bit yeah <laughs> anyway uh, anything else you want to say on that topic all right let us know in the comments what do you guys think about the next Nintendo console what do you guys think about how long uh, out is it going to be uh, announced and released and what do you want from it let me know everything you think about in the comments below all right let's jump into games we've been playing okay. where we talk about the games we've been playing um, I'll let you start us off because okay. I just kind of Talked for a long time. Well,
1: end on the one we both been playing then. Um, <clears throat> okay. Okay. So I've been uh, playing Final Fantasy fourteen on weekends. Still doing the rating thing. We uh, are getting a lot better at the fight. Finally, uh, I've kind of brought this up in the past, but like, you know, a bunch of adults trying to schedule a, a rating night. As soon as someone can't make it, you know, we're we're not rating that night. So. Uh, our progress has been pretty slow, but we are getting the first fight down, uh, within one to two poles now, which is good. Uh, still kind of hoping we have some time to, to start working on the second fight, but if not, it's no big deal. We're not like, you know, speed running through the content. Obviously we're just kind of playing, uh, to play. So, uh, outside of that, I don't really have a lot to report in 14.
0: Um, what's the state of of 14 what's coming next? The last part of this
1: patch, which will introduce a new deep dungeon, which will be for, um, in case you're unfamiliar, uh, it is a alternate means to level. So instead of queuing up for, like, normal four-man dungeons, uh, this supposedly, I don't know how this one worked, but it'll be, you know, one to, one to four people. No roles are required. Uh, and there's usually, like, gimmicks, like, items that'll, like... Um, I don't know, like polymorph people or let you see traps or find treasure chests and stuff like that. And there'll be trap, Um, as I mentioned traps, there'll be random spawns of enemies and stuff like that. And you try to wait, make your way through multiple floors, typically in segments of tens to hit checkpoints. Uh, and you get like a quote unquote save file in case you fail, you can at least start, um, on that, that 10th step or whatever to a point. Um, the first one, they, they were really punishing about it. Like floor 51 was like the the latest you could start if you failed, if you just left, it's different. But uh, if you ever died, you had to start back at 51 out of the 200 floors. So it was kind of a rough one uh, that's supposed to be coming out. And then I believe the raid loot lock uh, gets removed when that comes out as well, which is uh, typically in MMOs you have a weekly amount of or one piece of gear a week basically you can get out of raids um and then about a little over halfway through uh, a raid tier they'll remove that to allow people who are late to the game to to play catch up basically mm. before the next raid tier comes out so um so that's where we're at on that uh, other than that it'll be the next major patch which no I, info I have like four or five months i assume hmm. so and then probably... they will talk about a little bit because we're we'll probably getting close to FanFest in July, I believe. Um, and we'll also get the expansion announcement
0: slash first trailer. So, you get to uh, find out the future of Final Fantasy fourteen after the original story. Yeah. yeah even though... That'll be really interesting. Uh,
1: the way the story's going now in the patches, uh, you, your character didn't take much of a break. So.
0: Yeah, I can't imagine <laughs> that uh, they would...
1: Well, a lot of people were were expecting it to kind of like slow down a little bit. Mm -hmm. And uh, no, no, the warrior light or your character is just full speed ahead at all times, apparently. So got to be the title like that. (laughs) Yeah, it's hard for me to say a lot because I'd be spoiling a a ton Um, because the way the, the story ended. There's a lot of things that, you know, you quote unquote know from the beginning of the game that you don't know and you know is uh different than it is now so uh yeah looking forward to that though because i am curious what the next big story will be because mm-hmm. i don't know if i, I, I kind of get this feeling that the story we're in right now is going to be contained to the patch cycle between the last expansion and the next one um or current expansion and the next one but it's hard to say because you know they could write whatever they want in to make it lead into the expansion which is traditionally Mm -hmm. what they've done but it almost doesn't feel like that right now so um but i'll (laughs) I'll wait because we still have two major patches before
0: um, yeah i'm not even not even caught up and i'm curious about the way that they're doing this mmo and how they're going to continue it forward because i I have no doubts they're going to be able to do that but it's an interesting position they put themselves in in the sense that they told a story um that a lot of people seem very satisfied with that had an end Essentially, and like you said, they're bridging it already into something mm-hmm. else. But um, it's almost like a, a like a soft story reboot in an existing MMO. And I mean, like Wow's done that before in in ways, you know, like with Cataclysm and stuff like that back in the day. Right. But uh, uh, I'm not saying they're going to do something like that. But um, so it's it's been attempted. But I'll be curious to see how they just what their approach is going to be on that.
1: Yeah, I won Yoship the. You know the director of the game he has uh every once in a while when he does like random live streams and stuff like that he'll he'll kind of just like say kind of like you know what they're thinking about uh in the development side of things and one thing that they have been thinking about is like how many more levels they want to let people get um because we're going to be approaching probably level 100 next expansion Mm. and he's like you can't just level forever you know it's kind of you know we're trying to find like do we do a crunch to allow people to keep leveling, or do we come up with a new system? Or and this is the things they're trying to think about right now. What would you want from that? Um I'm I'm indifferent because the leveling progress um is just a uh a number that prevents certain content from being done. Like that's that's really all it is. Yeah. because um, the Fantasy is not a stat heavy game. It's like very minuscule the stat changes when you're when you're leveling and they're Mm -hmm. they're they're set basically so uh progression's super like brain dead in that regard a lot of it is just completing content that's the challenge and the goal in in 14 a lot of time
0: my thing with mmos but even like think thinking of games like call of duty is um you can't level forever because it's just it just doesn't mean anything, especially when you've gone through all the progression and you already have all the skills unlocked in a game and all, all that kind of thing. But at the same time, I also hate when you get locked in at like level 50 and then you put another like 300 hours into the game without having something that can show your time investment. It mm-hmm. is kind of cool to, for instance, play like Deep Rock Galactic and see somebody is like, you know, three star in the gold tier, mm-hmm. you know, if that doesn't change their progression. But it does show their time investment and so like it doesn't necessarily have to be a level but i do like kind of a badge of honor for time investment and even if that is like you know the hard cap for levels is 50 but uh your character is like 162 and that just means and it's like an orange or something mm-hmm. just kind of showing that you've been putting in the levels but it's not really going anywhere i think that kind of matters but when it comes down to it the levels are are meaningless because it's all about what the game is offering you in terms of how your character is going to change or gain things as you're playing the game. And that can be done without levels. That can be done with gear that can be done with, um, a new tier of like skills implemented by something else. That's not level based. Um, there's a lot of ways you can go about it, Mm. but I can go either way in a lot of games, but I do find myself if I do play a game when my level stops going up, I do kind of miss the, the, just even the visual badge that's showing I play this game a lot because it kind of gives you some commonality when you hop in a room, and you see somebody else who has like the same or higher level than you because you can tell that they've been playing for a while and you can at least expect and hope that they're gonna be well versed in the game as opposed to somebody who's like, you know, not, you know, hundreds of hours, thousands of hours into the game. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, and I
1: agree. Like the, the leveling thing is like, it's especially like a, it's a mental, like feel good, like checklist type yeah. thing. Oh, I hit a, I hit a, a, a point, but yeah. um, you know, when you're, you're breaking it down, it literally is just a, uh, a means to control the progression. Progression. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Segmented. And they can, so like an example of with final fantasy 11, I haven't played in years. So this take this with a bit of a grain of salt. Cause I don't know if the system's in depth, but they have like multiple different systems for power gaining so like you stopped leveling at 99 um, but then they added like a merit point system and then when you mm. do X amount of systems you gain a merit point you can spend merit point somewhere type yeah. of thing um, well it's
0: like it's on Mo, but like um, a lot of games do this now but like Borderlands has it's whole badass point system right, right. and I kind of like that because the hard progression is locked into your levels but once you get to max level you can start getting these little bits of increases on stats you're not just like you're playing the game you're having fun you're leveling or not leveling you're just putting time in and enjoying the game but it is nice that you are slowly just becoming better Mm -hmm. over time and and i kind of like those systems as well well the tricky part is um that most mmos
1: and and rpgs like stats have a lot of a lot of meaning and so like Mm -hmm. um there is point spending in stats and like tweaking things can really adjust things like i said final fantasy stats are not super complicated and so like they can't really do a lot with them um so that unless they just completely change the game the way the way the game works and i doubt they want to put the resources in to do that so um so i i suspect they'll either come up with a, a another means of progression that'll maybe be a second type of leveling that isn't like the main level or they'll come up with like a point system like i was saying and you can put those into like unlocking
0: moves and yada yeah. yada yada.
1: So and then it'll just come up as like you know, mastery rank blah 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 or something. You know.
0: Yeah. As long as there's something, because I mean, like I'm sure they'll come with something.
1: There's no way they they won't uh, have some sort of progress system because it's a role
0: playing game. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, like Guild Wars uh, Two. I I love that game, but I have to admit that once you hit max level and you're just kind of getting cosmetics uh back then i had to like try and figure out why that wasn't working for me but now i've played enough games now Mm -hmm. that depend on cosmetics that just tells me that cosmetics need to be in addition to something but it cannot be the drive it's not enough for me right Um, and so you have to give me something to achieve i need to be getting something for my time Um, they had to progress
1: the mount system though didn't they
0: yeah, they oh they added a bunch of stuff. Okay. There's a bunch of different uh, every expansion added new uh, progression systems. So they found a way to work around it, and okay. it's a lot of fun now. But uh, the original of the game, I got to max level quick. I really enjoyed the gameplay. So I still think it's one of the most fun MMOs to play. But uh, yeah, I just couldn't get down with uh, putting you know a bunch of time into a game where I'm like getting armor that has the same stats mm-hmm. as the armor I have, but this one just looks cooler. Like I'm like I I. I need something more than that so yeah it's it's tricky yeah and i'm sure they got plenty of people to look at like the example of guild
1: wars Two, or even like wow currently um your your dragon i think I, again i don't play wow so take this grain of salt but you level up your dragon as well and that it affects like you know it's flight and all that stuff mm-hmm. so um they'll come up with something i'm sure uh it's just a matter of what it is and how you know it gets it's uh, received by the community um yep. You know, a lot of people uh, myself included you know hop on to do content but i'm not like playing all the time versus there are a large portion of people who play and they play to role play in and so they, mm-hmm. they hop in and the leveling part was just a means for them to have access to more cosmetics
0: yeah so they could you know, live out a fantasy. Well, and that's why the social element of an MMO is so important. Mm-hmm. It's strong enough to keep people playing the game Yeah. or, you know, make them not go to another game because they've invested a lot of social currency here. Yeah. Um, or at least come back from time to time. Yeah.
1: Um, which is 14's philosophy. They don't want to keep you like all the time, but they want you to come back. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see because they are kind of at a point to, um, they have to start thinking about these things also um you know they've already brought it up but the game's starting to to look old <laughs> and so uh they're going to start implementing graphic changes they said instead of it just throwing a huge one out and making everyone wait for it you might start playing and that character might look real good
0: oh interesting and, i was thinking yeah. they were going to do something like uh I, what i thought was genius with de and warframe is implement New systems at a time, so new a new lighting system, a new what shader system, yeah. new textures, um, because it's exciting when the when the thing rolls out and they're able to do it in a, in a you know reasonable amount of time, mm-hmm. but at the end result, the game looks massively different than it used to, yeah. and so it seems like it's a it's, we live in an interesting time where you can't just roll out fragmented chunks of improvement
1: to the game yeah it's really weird yeah they said like you know they might change an armor piece so like certain npcs and characters you might see they might have a piece that just looks nicer all of Mm. a sudden because they updated it or something so yeah um and they showed some examples during one of their live letters which is their dev streams um from some stuff they were experimenting with not that they were going to use but things they were capable of and they showed off like actual like reflections on gold and like texture and stuff like that. And like stuff that the game doesn't have in it, basically ray tracing uh, basically, um, without having ray tracing, just, you know, uh, they're showing off like what they can do with lighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a matter of like, we'll make the game run poor when there's yeah.
0: thousands that's, and thousands of people playing. So that's the balance with MMOs is you want as many people to play it as possible. So you have to have a, a graphic engine that can run on more things than not. And, uh, increasing that you could potentially alienate some people who were already kind of settled out. Like, well, I don't need a better PC. I'm already playing the game. It looks great enough for me. I'll, I'll play here. And then they increase the graphics and you're like, Oh shit. Now I have to do something, yeah, but well, they also have to make it work on console as well. Cause it's on, well, it's PS5. on PS4 and PS5 at yeah. this point. Yeah.
1: Uh, the PS3 part is gone, but, uh, Damn. the, but it looks like a PS3 game basically like at a base level Mm -hmm. it can be higher obviously but there's only so much they could do without like redoing some textures and stuff because like it's based off that that baseline right Mm -hmm. now and it's not stuck in the same way final fantasy 11 is Final fantasy 11 was actually made with a ps2 dev kit versus this was made to work on a ps3 and pc you know initially that was you know a four plus they learned the mistake with 11 like we can't do anything with the game because these dev kits are eventually going to all break and That'll be the end. So, yeah, um, it's kind of interesting, but uh, I mean that's really most too. So definitely, Um, yeah. Well, I was gonna had something I was gonna say. Oh, uh, yeah, and they don't want to repeat the mistakes of of the original Final Fantasy XIV, which graphics were um, technically a lot better. There's a lot more polygons and stuff, but it caused the game to run like crap.
0: Yeah, I remember when it came out. It looked. I mean, it did not run on console or not console uh, PCs very well. because the graphics were like pretty crazy because
1: uh uh a pot of flowers would have as many polygons as a a player model yeah which you don't need that's ridiculous yeah it was the best looking pot you'll ever see in a game but like you know it was pointless so Mm -hmm. uh also the game had and i didn't realize it took so much system resource to do this but your your
0: ankles worked in 1.0 so if you're standing on
1: a uh uh slope your foot would be on the
0: slope and which now- is a great detail if you're playing a single player game yeah but if every character is doing that that's a lot of processing that's happening yeah so it doesn't do that now <laughs> yeah <laughs> So yeah it's funny how you you add something small like that you're like oh it'd be cool if your character did that but everybody's character is doing that now it's a bunch of things being uh processed at once and then you take that out and all of a sudden you have more room to play with uh for more important things so
1: yeah yeah, but I'm looking for I mean they they haven't really steered wrong in my opinion. I think, you know, the, the weakest point was uh, for me was Stormblood and it still wasn't bad. It just yeah. wasn't as exciting as everything else. So
0: Yeah, the reception of the game has seemingly only gotten better and better and better. So yeah. that's a uh, good momentum. For sure. Um let's see,
1: what else have I been playing? Uh, I played I can't remember the whole name of it anymore, but the newest Star Ocean game. I I picked up. Um I picked that up, Valkyrie Elysium, Elysium, whatever the newest one is. Mm-hmm. And Harvestella all at the same time. I've I already talked about this, but I already beat Harvestella. Then I moved to Star Ocean and I still have to play Valkyrie at some point. But uh so I started playing Star Ocean and at first I was a little kind of worried because the visuals are decent but the the game definitely feels like old and like the way the animations are and like the very animated uh way that people talk and stuff like that um but after playing it for a little bit i was like okay no i just it was jarring just because i'm not used to games doing this stuff anymore and like and i've been actually having a lot of fun with it now um it just took me a second to kind of like get past a mental wall with that game Mm. um combats you know uh, semi action. I'd like to say you have action points so you can swing as much you want, but if you run out of action points. You got to stop and like let them recharge basically.
0: So it um, still maintains some kind of RPG element to it. And you can pause
1: and like issue commands and stuff. Still. Mm. Um,
0: you can switch characters on, on the fly as well. If you want to,
1: um, it has a, a pretty interesting, uh, power growth system where there's a skill tree there's also like the ability to level up the abilities that you've unlocked in the skill tree while using that same currency same with passives uh there's a, a piece of equipment that you you get in the game that allows you to kind of like temporarily fly for a moment um that has passive stats that affect you in combat too and you can use it in combat to do different combos and stuff um i don't know it's pretty interesting uh though the in typical jrpg fashion the, the longer i play it the more stuff i keep unlocking to make combat more fleshed out so um, i'm doing that enjoying that aspect of it um there's pretty decent amount of side quests to start off with not too many which is good because i would do all of them um so it's been enough to keep me uh going forward in the game which is good it's a big complaint i have especially with like open world games and stuff is mm-hmm. i get distracted super easy i need someone to be like
0: go this way i've gotten really good in open world games to just understand that a lot of that stuff just keeps you busy yeah. and it does give you an edge sometimes um but then sometimes the missions become too easy because you're just out there doing all the side quests and getting mm-hmm. all the money and the gear and the leveling um that i try to find a balance i'm really good at just dedicating time to going straight for the missions the main missions and mm-hmm. then every once in a while i'm kind of feeling in a moment like something actually is interesting to me to go do as a side quest and not just well i better do it to yeah. level up quickly um i don't know I, i've just gotten a lot better at that because i used to have that problem as well but when i was younger i could spend way more time in open world games doing whatever because i wasn't uh, on my way to 40 year old man who's got shit going on in my life so Fair. it's uh it's Something I've had to kind of prioritize as a gun holders, like, you know, I got to be more effective at how I play this game.
1: Yeah, well, and I have been like not exploring every nook and cranny, uh, too. I, I'm i still like, I'll like loosely, like, kind of zigzag around as I'm heading somewhere to and if I see something, go, go grab it. But I'm not like necessarily trying to like find every little thing because there is verticality because you can fly. So you can like fly up on top of the hill. Oh, there's a treasure chest up here. So, mm. um, But I haven't really found anything that makes it like it's usually just items, like you know, health potions, antidotes, yada, yada, yada. Um, And you can craft all that stuff, so it's not a huge deal. Uh, Story so far is okay, but I still feel like I'm in the very beginning of it, so it's hard for me to speak uh, a lot on it, especially with my past knowledge of Star Ocean, knowing that at some point the story is probably gonna get crazy. So, um, unless this one just doesn't, who knows? But uh, right now it's pretty pretty relaxed, and, and um they're very open about the fact that one of the characters is a star uh a space space capable traveler um off the bat though because a lot of games like you land and there's like the prime directive you know you can't let the locals know that that you came from space mm-hmm. and in this your guy, the guy's just kind of like yeah i fell out of the sky and uh i'm looking for my friend like that hmm. also fell out of the sky and then the the you know fantasy based locals are like yeah that makes sense i'm like weird Okay. Does, it? <laughs> yeah. Does that make sense? But, you know, if you, I guess you live in a world of magic. It's not going to be too crazy to believe stuff, I suppose. So, uh, yeah, that's fair. I don't know. Yeah. The characters are okay so far. I don't really have like a, a strong love towards any of them, but um, I thought I was going to hate one of the main characters, the male main character, because he's got this weird like 80s look going on. Uh, oh. But uh, he actually has not been annoying, so I'm very happy about that, because he looks like the type of character who would just be like, Oh, big tough guy, blah, blah, blah. And he's just not like that. I was like, hmm.
0: interesting. Okay. So it's extra interesting. Cause in a lot of things, especially Japanese stuff, the visual representation of the character tells a lot about what the character's going to be like for sure. Mm-hmm. And so I'm glad they are able to deviate from what they're trying to offer you with that.
1: Yeah. The two main characters I don't feel are too tropey. The two side characters I have are very tropey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, you have a, a guy who looks pissed off all the time and sure, sure he is pissed off all time and, you know, is a know-it-all and then you have the, the, the airhead, you know, girl. So, um, who happens to also be a doctor.
0: So she hungry all the time.
1: Uh, not yet.
0: Okay. <laughs> that's what drives me nuts. I'm but, hungry. Uh, yeah, we all are a motherfucker.
1: And it's, you know, even though it's a technically a triple a title, um, it's hard i it's hard to call it a triple a game because you could tell they didn't put a triple a budget behind it like yeah it just happens if square's name on it uh Tri-Ace made it if anyone's familiar with that company so i remember that name yeah it's fun uh i i don't think i could recommend it to everybody because just the hardcore jrpg fans if, yeah if you are if you're into jrpgs uh um, I like it so far. I, I honestly bought it without really doing any research because I was just like, ah, I just i want to see the state of where Square's at with all these. Because they're just like all of a sudden deciding to make games again outside of Final Fantasy. Yeah, and which I was is just good. like, I got to try these um harvestella was great i would totally recommend that it's not gonna be for everyone but if you're a jrpg fan and you like those like easy living games it's a good mix of both
0: by the time i'd play it it looks cool but it's not like a top priority game yeah it's super the story was much better than i expected in that game that's cool to hear yeah because that was the the least this is the lowest uh priority reason that i was going to play that game
1: and i liked every character except for one so (laughs) that was that was a very pleasant surprise of a game for me um yeah, barely started Star and so I can't really talk on it and I'm hoping <laughs> to get to Valkyrie at some point but and then you got Final Fantasy coming out this year a Final Fantasy that did come out that I didn't play Which Price one? The score.
0: oh yeah I forgot that came out fuck there's two Final Fantasies coming out this year Uh huh. when's Dragon Quest coming out
1: I don't think there's a release date yet but it's definitely in development because they did uh, last year they did a dev talk where they, they announced it basically so I'm said Dragon Age. They did make that side story with the thief character from the Last Dragon. Oh yeah, yeah, plus, yeah. though um, I haven't played it yet, but it looked pretty interesting. It's on Switch, I think.
0: Real quick, because um, I never covered this on the channel because I was freaked out because last time I covered a leak, I got a copyright strike. <laughs> that has completely fucked my channel since. Um, but did you see the Dragon Age leak? You told me about it a
1: little. Yeah, but I haven't seen
0: it. It's now. a third person God of War style game. He, it's a huge no thank you for me. According to the leaker, uh, there's no companions in combat. Um, in the footage I saw, which is about eight seconds long, it was a dude in armor, uh, sword and shield, and he's swinging at people and drop kicking them. And then uh, at the bottom, you can see it's got the God of War system where like, you have a bar that fills up, and then you click in the two sticks mm-hmm. and go like Super Saiyan. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll probably, if it looks cool enough when it's it close to release, check it out. But uh, that is absolutely not the direction I was hoping Dragon Age would be going in.
1: I, it drives me nuts, too, because you got stuff like Boulder's Gate 3, Celeste, uh, uh, Divinity, like, and, well, at least the the ones on the uh, was that Larian Studio side or whatever mm-hmm. are, um, are well-received games. I don't know enough people who've played Celeste. Speaking
0: have. of that, we reviewed Celeste and we both were very generous with our grades of that so yeah yeah it'd be that, that, nice to see other games in the genre
1: well and, and that just brings me to, to, to dragon age like the best one i played was the fucking first it's one. great yeah. yeah
0: so it's like but, one of the last great bioware games yeah bums me out that, that and
1: mass effect 2 i really really enjoyed so mm-hmm. uh, anyways no I, I haven't seen it
0: but if it is like that um that'd be disappointing so yeah, I made a TikTok about it because I can talk about things like that over there and uh, and show it. But uh, a lot of people were upset by it, but a lot of people seem to love the world and lore of Dragon Age so much, which is cool to hear, that they're willing to accept any genre, really. So hmm. that was interesting because like, I will also maybe play a game like that, but I'm not excited for it. I don't have a problem even though I think it's lazy
1: um, making like side games with like a good example. And this is not a good game, but, uh, and I apologize if I upset someone with this, but Dirge servers, right. It's a final fantasy seven game, but it's not like a traditional final fantasy game. It is a, yeah. You know, well,
0: you're only going to upset very specific people. because sure, That I, game was widely. I, viewed. I, 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 sure. But I'm
1: just putting that out there in case yeah. like someone is watching. They liked it. I'm not trying to show you yeah, like what you game, want. but it, you know, my, my whole point is, uh, that was very obviously a side game yeah. when it came out yep. and the, the whole idea here too is like if this is not like you know i don't know if you can call a dragon age game a main number since they haven't done anything past two really mm-hmm. um but yeah i don't know i i just have to wait and see what they officially say because i have no idea
0: leaks are only so much information so sure yeah anytime there's a leak i say what i see like about what i see and that's about it but it's I can't be definitive because I need the final product to mm-hmm. even be able to be more specific about it. That's why I took such an issue with the the day before commotion because I'm like this game is obviously being mismanaged and the dev is obviously not doing a good job at at relaying the game to people. But uh, I I don't think it's like I don't think it's fake. I don't think like people are like making all these assumptions so quickly. I'm like you don't have the info to make that assumption though so like acknowledge yeah something's fucked for sure but that's about as far as we can go so no, it's like all those people who
1: just like jumped on the uh the that their development studio thinking it was a hidden kojima company or whatever
0: oh yeah and they're that and that's also th- there is issues we can discuss but yeah. the things you're making up yeah like it's fun it's, wild, th- it's fun to speculate but people were like getting really uh emotionally invested in that conversation and and sending death threats and stuff and i'm like it's like It's video games, dude. My like, yeah. fucking shit, yeah. dude. Play a different one for a little bit. You'll be fine. Yeah. Uh so anyway.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I lost. I only brought that up because I was talking about Dragon Quest and I, I almost said Dragon Age and it reminded oh, me of yeah, the leak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, you're talking about uh we're talking about JRPGs. Um I, oh yeah, I
1: was just finishing up Star ocean mm-hmm.
0: That was all. Um and just saying, you know, if you're curious, if you like JRPGs, you
1: need something to play, check it out. Uh, maybe catch it on sale. I don't know if everyone is going to be as patient as I am with the 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 cost to what you're getting ratio. Uh, you know, but uh, yeah. And then the last thing, at least that I uh, have been playing that's worth talking about uh, is Hogwarts Legacy. Um, that fucking game. Yeah, that game. Not
0: controversial at all for some people. Uh, I think for the most part, it's not controversial at all. I think just on Twitter, it's controversial. I mean, too. I've Very seen loud. some, I've seen some people. stuff in
1: uh, Twitch was pretty bad. And then um, some comment sections on YouTube as well. But.
0: Real quick, I want to address this though before we even talk about this game. Not that I really need to do this, but um, I want to be clear about my position on this game. I bought it. I'm playing it. I'm liking it. We'll talk about it. Um, I encourage anybody who wants to buy and play this game to buy and play it. If you don't want to buy this game and you want to boycott it and you want to tell people to do that and they want to also boycott it, I also support you 100%. Don't buy the fucking game. Like, I'm not even somebody who's, like, telling you you're wrong. I 100% support that. So that's just where I'm at on it. So anyway, that's that's about as far as I want to talk about when it comes to the controversy. Yeah, just
1: don't harass people.
0: Yeah, don't be a fucking dickhead. Like, okay, hold on. (laughs) So... Yeah, don't do that because it's not effective. Like, if you want to be effective at what you're trying to do, you got to convince people. Telling people they're bad because they don't agree with you does not convince people. So even if you don't agree with my point of view on that, you're still not effective. So you need to re reorganize the way you want to convey your message. It's not work. It didn't work. And you, you look yeah. at the Twitch views and everything, it only helped the game. And that was predictable. So... Yeah. Um... All, all my point is, is if uh, you're for the game, be for it. Don't feel ashamed about that. And if you're against the game, that's cool as well. Um, just don't be an asshole to people, um, because you're not, you're not helping anything. You're not changing anything. Nothing, uh, nothing positive will come from that. Also, also if if your your reasoning
1: is you know what it is for that game, uh, and you're only taking issues with the game, not everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, that is attached to that, that property and out there being as vocal towards those things you're, you're being a hypocrite so
0: sure i also want to give a shout out too, to the people who um don't want to buy this game don't want to talk about this game want people to not buy it but are making like videos and TikToks going like hey guys stop harassing people you're not helping oh, yeah. what we're trying to do um yeah dude i'm with you 100 like if you're one of those people who don't want to buy the game don't want people to buy it but you recognize uh, that you're only hurting your message by being assholes to people. Um, yeah, you're right. And I respect it. Like it's, it, there's nuance to it. There's, 100%. there's always a discussion to be had, but once you skip the discussion and you jump to, I don't agree with you, you need to agree with me. You're bad because of that. Uh, shut up unless you agree with me there you've lost. It's for, over. It's so. very, I spent too much time on Twitter take at that point. So. Yeah, 100%. So, <laughs> anyway,
1: anyway, you've been playing so, uh, Yeah, uh, I am not a, f- a fan of Harry Potter. I'm going to put Me that neither. out there right now. I've Me seen neither. all the movies, and they're like, whatever. I've seen two of them. So um, I was somewhat obligated to do so. I still made the choice, but you know, it was for someone else's benefit. Um, that being said, uh, one thing I remember saying... After watching the movies, so was I don't really care about the characters and and like the story here, but the world is super cool. Mm-hmm. I really like everything about like the 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 world that 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 has been made here. And then so we saw the trailers for these games, and I was like, oh cool, it's you're you know a separate story taking place in this world, and you get to be the character. And so we have you know at least I can speak for myself of this, but I feel like we both had an interest
0: right off the bat when they showed like all the crazy visuals and stuff of the game. Oh, my, my big thing, regardless of the property itself, is that we're getting a triple A wizard game, Mm -hmm. uh, with like classes you're going to be going into and like a different kind of progression. I'm like, we don't see these kind of refreshing takes on genres from triple A companies almost ever. So I'm 100% all in.
1: Yeah. Um, and so I just kind of hopped in on it, um, without even really seeing, too much of the feedback on it. Uh mm-hmm. and uh I have to say my only complaint is that I'm playing on PC and there are stuttering issues <laughs> that need fixed. Please fix.
0: I I'm not experiencing any stuttering, I am which is funny because <laughs> I was talking to Sarah about it and she was talking about the stuttering, and I was like, I don't get stuttering. She's like, You don't get stuttering. I'm like, it it runs great. Like it is the game looks amazing. It's a really good looking game, and it runs so fucking good on my PC. It's like surprising. I was mm-hmm. expecting some like some hurdles because I'm looking at the game. I'm like, that's a really good looking game. There's a lot of really good like lighting going on, mm-hmm. like great shadows. Um, I was expecting performance issues, especially hearing it from everybody. Yeah. And when I told her, she like looked at me, what the fuck? And I'm like, I don't know. It just runs great. Like it seems really well optimized on my PC. Um, but I guess I'm the only person experiencing that, um, which is mm-hmm. nice because typically I'm on the other side where I'm experiencing the problems. Well, I, I played it
1: uh, before we filmed uh, for a bit. And, uh, it stuttered briefly once. So whatever setting adjustments I made, I can't even remember now, um, seem to have mostly made the game, um, not have that issue with like very few exceptions. And it's always during like a weird cutscene moment. So it's never during
0: gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise it runs buttery smooth. Uh, I had one stutter in the five hours I put into the game. So far I was in Hogsmeade and, uh, and walked into a store and between me walking in and then the cutscene starting, there was like a quick like bloop. Yeah. And I was like, that would happen in like any game I it, don't care. It's
1: also interesting that the doors are obviously like loading points. Yeah. Uh, but every once in a while, like the door won't open and I'll see a little
0: circle, a loading circle pop up. I'm like, weird. That's interesting. That th- I mean, that's been a thing for a long time, but like Dead Space, which is a game I'll be talking about, also loads the next section every time you open a door, mm. which is smart, but interesting.
1: Well I know games do it too when you like crawl between in cracks and stuff. That's yeah. a loading screen basically. So um but yeah, it's just been interesting to see the the, the loading circle pop up. I, I don't know why they'd let us see that instead of just like maybe it's to let you know that the game didn't freeze and the door does yeah, open. It's, but it's probably giving you info at the
0: very least of what's um, going on.
1: But outside of that, um I'm playing on a, a, a uh controller to play. Um I just kind of anytime I play third person you know, game these days I just kind of use a controller but uh, luckily it's not a shooter so well, like yeah specifically if I play a third person like action game I play yeah. on a controller um, yeah otherwise shooting I need a mouse but mm-hmm. um, plays good that way the controls are super simple uh, it is um, I, I hate saying it this way but it's like the easiest way to understand it is similar to like a Souls style a game but it is definitely not a Souls game I'm just yeah. going to throw it out there right now but if you're familiar with like the idea of like you know pairing at the right times and dodging at the right times stuff like that, that, that's basically what it is. Um, you could argue any game, but not every game has the same kind of tell systems and stuff. So yeah,
0: it's it's just the third person action with soft lock lock on. It doesn't have like a hard lock on. I don't think it gets one. Oh yeah, it does. It yeah, does. Yeah. I forgot. It just doesn't start with it for some reason. Yeah. Um, and then it's a very like
1: combo heavy game. So if you like the idea of like you know matching. they'll have a a different colored shield and you have to make sure to use the right element to pop the shield and then you can like choose to juggle based off cooldowns of your moves and stuff like that um it's a lot of like almost fighting game-esque like inputs when it comes minus the you know the directional stuff but um you know as an example like i have three combat spells now so i can like lift someone up, do a couple attacks in there, kind of let the cooldown come up a little bit, but before finishing that, pull them towards me, do a couple more hits, do a fire spell, you know, kind of finish off my combo type of deal. Um and I don't have to do it that way. I can mix it up whatever way I want, but the fire spell's close range, so I don't want to like just throw it out there when they're away from me. I'll waste it. So and it has a longer cooldown than the other ones. So um so combat's pretty fun. Uh, it's not super fast it's more you do have to kind of like think about your steps because if you just start spamming you're going to miss the block you're going to miss the dodge um you're going to burn through your cooldowns and also you're just going to be doing the auto attack which does not that much damage so mm-hmm. um
0: it's interesting how like stand your ground pay attention the combat is yeah it's it's not like a hack and slash
1: kind of like chess like almost yeah. where like you you want to make sure like you're you're making moves but you're also thinking about moves to um i enjoy it it's it's a good pace for me um some people might find it slow but i would still suggest trying it seeing how it feels uh, it does open up the further you get in the game as well obviously as you get more spells um exploration is fun it is a very uh not overwhelmingly big but a big map um with lots of little random secrets and more unlock as you unlock spells to access other parts of of the the school and the um, the town and stuff.
0: I think it's a good example of a map that is, and the way I think maps should be in games. It's not the biggest thing ever, but it's it's full of stuff. Right. It's it's right, full right. of reasons to explore the world. Where not. Whereas like some games will have like a huge world, but like it's not worth exploring. Yeah, yeah. And like you know, a game like Elden Ring, I think was a great example of like a, a like a. A responsibly sized world that rewarded you for every direction you went in, Mm. which is important. Um, It's a great example of that. Whereas like a lot of Ubisoft games, you can just like go in a direction and you're going to get like meaningless rewards. Um, And I feel like this game, uh, it just feels intentional. Every, every instrument feels intentional. Uh, when you walk to a certain floor of Hogwarts, you're outside, or wherever, every direction you go feels handmade. Uh, there's little details everywhere, cool little things to see, interact with, um, and then uh, very intentional rewards to be found, uh, even though you can just hit R uh, if you're playing mouse and keyboard and like scan for all the shit. Um, there's a really good sense yeah. of um, adventure and exploration
1: no yeah i agree with that especially the intentional part i mean it does have a lot of the the stuff you're going to find in most action adventure games which is you know this item always does this thing so mm-hmm. when you see it on the map you know to, to interact with it at a yeah. certain way type but uh that's whatever it's just a gameplay mechanic um the uh story so far has been okay i'm not like super invested it's probably like honestly my my uh, I, I could take it or leave it. It doesn't matter. I'm playing the for the, the sake of the the game itself, which yeah. I'm having fun with. Um, I do love the creativity uh, with the, the way the cinematics are done mm-hmm. and the uh, just like the, all the little side quests and stuff. Uh, I don't want to get like say too much about stuff. Cause I don't want to spoil too much. Of it, yeah, but it's so really early, but there are like a lot of side quests where like, you know, you have a pole spell you're gonna get real early on and like, someone's like i lost all my stuff i'm not gonna say this you know i'm trying to keep it vague but and then you go oh okay i have get it and it'll be in like really weird spots you gotta know, use the spell to pull mm-hmm. them down to do you stuff like that Even well,
0: like the floating pages it's neat mm-hmm. like to mm-hmm. just collect those you gotta like you pull them down use their force pull and um, yeah um it's kind of a nice little touch on like when you're already exploring and looking for things anyway you see when it's flying around you're like oh kind of gives me like um a platformer vibe uh,
1: yeah definitely um the exploration and the collection part is definitely like the heavy part of the game. Cause I've done almost no combat so far.
0: I've done some. I'm, yeah. I'm five hours into the game and yeah, I think I've done like three things that are like combat oriented, yeah. but I mean the the
1: movies are that way too. So like, yeah. it's, it's not I just
0: both of them to, do that it is. for a game yeah. because they got to rely on either you're appreciating the quality of the game or that you're a Harry Potter fan. Because if you're just hopping into this game hoping it's gonna be like a, I'm gonna tear people up with my fucking spells and just wreck mm-hmm. people, it's not that game. Yeah, you know, for sure, I agree. Um,
1: but I think my my yeah my my favorite part of the whole game is is just it it's you can tell like they're they're fans of of the property because like it's just oozing with um with creativity and like fun like Mm -hmm. it's just like uh you know statues you can click on and they teleport you random places but the animation could just be a loading screen and they took the extra effort to you know give you this crazy animation you know and and go through the whole process and those things didn't have to do and and they they took those extra steps and the game has a lot of those little extra things to kind of like add flavor um to the game and and make you feel like you're actually in the the world of, you know, Harry Potter basically. So, um, and I've been having fun with it. Uh, I think if I was a Harry Potter fan, I would love the game.
0: Yeah. That's my biggest regret playing it. And it's not going to change because I'm just never going to be a huge fan of Harry Potter, but um, I'm playing this game and I'm like, this is a a game made by fans for fans. Uh, You can just tell, uh, in every inch of this game, it's like these people love Harry Potter and they want you to be able to explore this place that you probably have wanted to explore since you were a kid at this point because Harry Potter has been around forever. And if you were a Harry Potter fan and you're entering this world, like it's got to be so cool mm. to like experience this. And for me, like I don't have that.
1: Yeah, same. <laughs> I'm just hopping in. I'm
0: like, these motherfuckers went crazy with this mm-hmm. game. Like, I don't know shit about this world, but like, God damn, this is done really well. Yeah, I. uh I also want to give him a huge shout out too with the
1: customization. Like, yeah, um, you have for lack of a better way to word it, transmog right off the bat. So any, anytime you get a piece of gear, whether you keep it, sell it or break it, um, that appearance is unlocked forever now. And you can just switch whenever you want.
0: Yeah, it's, it's great. And I love how the whole game feels like progression and just the experience of the game is about collecting and progressing through the experience of the world and not the combat. It's not like a game where you can just sit there and grind out on like killing the same enemies in a field mm-hmm. and, uh, that you are finding these like new outfits that have stats, which is really cool to see, but that you, there is transmog. Um, just kind of, it just kind of makes the experience of like, go collect and explore and experience the world even stronger. I think it's, I think it was a smart, uh, choice in design yeah well and then you
1: get like you know other cosmetics like your wand i know eventually you get a broom which you know i don't have yeah to, I don't have but, that shit either um i know that's something you're gonna be able to customize i've seen clips uh before the game came out even of like decorating rooms and stuff so mm-hmm. i assume you get a room at some point like they just they just want you to like do the harry potter experience they want, they want you to, you to have the there, experience yeah. yeah so um and so far it's been fun so um i fully intend to keep playing it i'm hoping to beat it uh we'll see if i get distracted but so far the plan is that like i I'd, I'd like to play it right now is when we're done filming it's probably what i'll be doing so game of the year 2023 so far i won't be that bold there are some big games coming out this year that i want to play uh, yeah but so far uh, but i it think it des-
0: it'll probably deserve a shout out unless the ending just sucks yeah yeah i could see that so. yeah already playing it i think it has the potential of being i think it's gonna be like top five top 10 for sure but um and for some people like this will be their game of the year oh I think. for yeah. sure but um on a mass scale i feel like you know early yeah. release uh there's some big games coming out this year yeah. um and like for me personally already like my game of the year right now is dead space but it's obviously so early i jokingly say game of the year but um it has left that impression on me already but i'll talk about that um but the quality of this it's just like a really early banger like it's it's a very, very well made game. Solid for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which is nice to say
1: about a big budget game that, that came out. That the only issue that I'm having with it is some stuttering issues, and I had that same problem with Elden Ring, and that was my game of the year last year. So
0: yeah, said the the controversy, which is social, yeah, there's no like this game's unfinished. Oh, they should have delayed it, or oh, they released it too early, or you know, blah blah. blah. There's no.
1: It needs some polish in the in the. It needs, specs it needs a pack. patch yeah. for sure.
0: Yeah, but, yeah. like, uh, you know, Pulse the, is the content is is there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, which is great for a, uh, a AAA game. Because yeah. a lot of times nowadays, AAA games Rare, are unfortunately s- such a big project to take on that they can't even finish them by the time they release them. So, um, especially when yeah. the more freedom you give a uh, player, it, it becomes more and more complicated. Yeah. So.
1: But yeah, that's why I've been playing outside of some random mobile games and you know fan games on my pc and stuff but that's about it
0: i made the, mu- the fucking mistake of i think it's like 6 a.m i was still up and i was trying to go to bed but I, like I, I was getting um, hogwarts legacy downloading on my steam deck to see if it runs and it does that's crazy um but i opened up uh vampire survivors because somebody told me there's a new update and i ended up playing like three or four runs
1: so yeah, one of the games I've been playing is a vampire survivors type game, but it's uh-huh. a
0: whole life fan
1: game. Oh, and it just had a major update that released like nine new characters, a new map and new, uh, new, uh, progression mode. So,
0: well, and I just thought of that because like, it's not a game I want to sit here and talk about. You guys know what vampire survivors is. And if you don't go spend like the five bucks or four bucks and go <laughs> get it or play it for free on your phone. But, uh, it's worth your time. You're going to play it for five seconds and understand why people play it. But, um, I say I made the mistake because I was like, oh, I'll check it out real quick. And then I played one round, went all yeah, the way to the yeah. end, beat a level I hadn't beat before. and I was like, oh, who's this character? And I started playing the next one. And then finally, like, I see the light coming out. And I'm like, I got to, I got to put this down. <laughs> and I did. So that's a game I played, but I'm not going to talk about it. Oh,
1: played uh very briefly. Uh, was that Meet Your Maker? Is that what it's called?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Meet Your Maker. Um, I don't have a lot to say on that, but. Uh, I already talked about it in detail in a video so check that out if you want to see uh something on it but
1: yeah i I, honestly i can't say too much about it other than um the controls feel the buttons are in weird places but the controls feel good Mm -hmm. um and the idea and foundation seems really good um but i don't have not played enough to have like a solid take on it yet but uh first impressions seems pretty cool um hopeful
0: yeah, I. Uh, that's how Josh is too, not to speak for him, but he had the same I, our thoughts as well. He was like, it's cool, you know, and maybe need some more content, but like uh, he, he wanted to stop playing the demo now because he didn't want to get burnt out on oh, it before it comes that, out. I get sure. that as well too. Yeah. Uh, I actually just logged in today to uh, um, check one of my raids and I started working on a second one. So, mm. um, and I significantly changed uh, my first raid in a couple areas and I've been getting way more kills in it. So... That's the thing I'm really enjoying about the game. I really like making the raids. Like I, I expected playing the game was going to be more fun than building, but I'm really enjoying the building aspect.
1: Well, it's funny too, cause you are going to have people who are going to enjoy the, the playing part Cause it's like your puzzle solving basically. Yeah.
0: And you can so. play co-op, which is, mm. uh, should be awesome. <laughs> but there's just like Hogwarts legacy, some yeah. technical issues. They got to get smoothed out. Not to talk about that too much. Cause I've already made a whole video on it. Make sure to go check it out. Mm. Um, but, uh, they have a survey that they put out for the game. And I actually went through and like did the whole thing, oh, but I also all the parts you gotta type out info on, I gave them my most honest advice on the game because I told them, I'm like, I think you guys have like a really awesome, I don't know if they're gonna read it, but if they do, cool. Um, I was like, you guys have an awesome foundation. This is a game that I could see myself playing for sure. But if you want to keep me around, here's things you got to do. And, I, you know, said the basic things. I'm like, I know it's a beta. There's technical issues. You guys got to fix those 100 uh, percent because I love that you guys even added co-op to this game. That's awesome. And then uh, I said, you know, uh, I need more things to be getting as I level up um, because right now it's all awesome. But that's not going to last. So I know it's a big ask. But for me to stick around in your game, you got to you got to add more uh, unlockable content. Mm-hmm. Um, but the. But and then variety in, in maps. Um, I don't want to look at just the same desert every single time, even though if it is within theme, it's going to get old. So, yeah, I uh, I typically don't go my way to do full on surveys like that. But this game, I'm like, you kind of have something here. Mm-hmm. So I want them to to knock it out of the park with it because it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's just early days and uh, I'd like to see it turn into something big and they make Dead by Daylight. So they can definitely make a game that's going to have legs. So. Um, I don't have any doubts in them. Yeah, as long but, as I uh, don't give
1: up on it. I'm yeah. sure they can figure
0: it out. You yeah. might go through a whole change, but you know, who knows? Yeah. Uh, real quick on Hogwarts, though, we kind of talked about it already. Mm-hmm. Um, my thoughts on it, I'm like four or five hours into it. I'm not very far into it. I haven't unlocked uh, uh, mounts. I haven't unlocked uh, any kind of customization, but I have experienced the combat. I've experienced Hogwarts, Hogsmeade, um, the story and stuff like that. Quickly, uh, graphics are really good. This is a really good-looking game. Um, it's gorgeous-looking, and the cinematics uh, uh, look great as well. And it's obviously with an engine because you can you know see your character that you built and the way they are dressed in the cinematics. So it's a really good touch. Um, the detail to the map is awesome. Uh, I have no affinity for. Uh, Hogwarts, but exploring it is awesome. It's really immersive running around this place. Um, one thing that's really interesting is there's all these people walk around doing things when you're playing it, but on the Steam Deck, they weren't there. So there's a graphical setting that's turning off.
1: I had to turn it down for the stuttering.
0: Oh really? Yeah. I think it's I have, interesting they even I have, have an option for that. Yeah, to get rid of uh, NPCs. Yeah, outside of the
1: important ones, obviously you yeah. can't do anything with them. But it's
0: too. smart because you know that is just kind of a, a touch to add mm-hmm. ambiance or whatever um, to the experience of going to this school. And on Steam Deck, there's like nobody in the hallways, and I'm like, oh, that's fine. Like you know, if this is the way you can get this game to to run, uh, yeah, I'm all here for it because to be able to play on Steam Deck is just fucking crazy. Um, combat's cool. I haven't really experienced a whole lot of it, but I think it's got a lot of, um, things you got to think about, which I appreciate because some games I feel like I can zone out during combat, um, and use muscle memory. And I'm sure after a while, this will be the same, but as of right now, I feel like it's involved and I, I appreciate that. Um. Yeah. The way you progress and unlocks is really interesting just through collection and experience, going to classes and collecting things, accolades, you unlock stuff. I think it's a really cool system. I was not expecting that. So um, I am enjoying that refreshing experience and the story. I don't have much to say about because uh, it's fine so far, but it's not doing much for me. Hopefully it gets better later. But um, yeah, it's it's not bad. It's just not anything i'm super into but uh but i'm really into everything else on the game and the game's quality is just undeniable there's people not to bring up the drama but there's people who are like oh it looks like a ps3 game no it doesn't that's not even (laughs) that's not even like a subjective point of view like there's this thing could have never ran on a ps3 um if you know anything about graphics or just have eyes uh, i think you're being intentionally um ignorant on that um because it's it's a it's a beautiful game it's gorgeous. I was like standing just looking at everything. I was looking at the like the background out in the distance uh one I was walking outside of Hogwarts and I was like, this is so like cool looking. Like mm-hmm. they did such a good job with this. So um yeah, it's it's just a really good game. I need to play more so I can have more to say on it, but um because I don't want to just like kind of bullshit my way through that uh, conversation and be like, Well, yeah, I'm not gonna fluff it. So it's uh it's it's a it's a cool game so far. And uh, I wanna play it more. I haven't had that the times I've had to play games lately, like you know, after work or whatever, I'm not in the mindset to sit there and play a, a story heavy game. So I haven't been playing as much as I'd like to. But but uh, I just don't want to shortchange the game itself because my attention spans f- fucked because I'm tired and I'm only got like an hour or two to play. But uh, I want to sit down and put some some time into it, and uh, I think it's gonna be worth it um, because it's just it's a great game so far. Like it's it's awesome to be able to say that because. I'm not coming from it uh, from the perspective of Harry Potter Harry Potter it's just like the qualities of of the game itself it's it's undeniable in my opinion so um, yeah it's really cool uh, I played World War Z. Um, recently cause they released the Horde XL mode. If you don't know what that is, first off, world war Z is a underrated, uh, left 4 dead style game that if you like left for left 4 dead or back for blood, uh, you have to play this. If you haven't, it's really good. I still see people in comments saying I can't get my friends to play this cause they don't think it's good. You just got to play it. If you like this kind of games, it's one of the best, if not the best game like that nowadays. Um, anyway, uh, They added this mode called Horde XL, which is just a Horde mode. You defend a point. In this, though, there's a center point. Uh, that you got to keep. It's it's pretty much a tower defense the way they have it set up. There's a center point with these people you're trying to keep alive. And then uh, the first five waves you uh, defend in one section of this mall. And the next five, you go to the next section of the mall. Next five, you go to the next section of the mall. And then you keep rotating. Um, And as you go through these waves, you accumulate supplies that you used to spend on uh, defenses like turrets, uh, electricity fences, uh, fences, barbed wire, stuff like that. You're setting it up everywhere zombies are attacking constantly this ship breaks so you have to keep replenishing it um, but the further you go in the less supplies you're getting per wave so it's almost like you're running out of resources so you got to be smart about it which I like um, I think I've got to like wave 26 I think there's 50 so it's pretty rough and there's also hard mode that I haven't touched so plenty of room to uh, work your way through and it's a lot of fun um, I can easily spend an hour on one run uh, and get like half every character i think level 30 is the max i don't remember i think it's all 30 uh every class goes up to level 30 to unlock all their stuff one run i can get like 15 or 16 levels so um it's a pretty good way to level yeah. in my opinion um especially with how late this game's been out uh, it's kind of giving you an option to just kind of get some xp in a in a quick way um but uh yeah i've been playing that i've been having fun with it um been leveling characters with it and uh, i have just been really enjoying the strategy element of setting up defenses going like okay same same way i do with terror defense games i'm like i'm gonna spend as least amount as possible this first wave and then see how little i can get away with and it depends on who you're playing with as well some people are not going to be as good as others but um you know put like As opposed to spending all my supplies to put all the defenses down in the first wave, uh, I just go like, okay, well, I can get by by just putting like an automatic turret right here and just I'll defend this side. I'll defend that side. We'll be good. Um, And so the tower defense uh, nerd in me is enjoying that aspect of it. but, uh, But yeah, it's really good uh world war z is awesome if you haven't played it so play it i think it has cross play so that's also shout out to it for that because more games need that and horde xl is an awesome addition to a game that's already awesome and this game uh got its last update i think a year ago or something like that and it was pretty much assumed it was over because the game's been out for a little bit i think came out in 2019 or something um and they said because people are supporting the game so much, they're gonna keep supporting it uh, throughout 2023. So this is the first of many updates this year. So that's really cool to hear as well. I love when developers do that when they recognize that their game's not dead and people are still playing it, and they don't abandon it um, because we're still here, we're still playing it. So uh, really cool to see. Unless well, your payday and you just infinitely support your game, and the community is like almost like trying to get you to kill it. Yeah, where's <laughs> payday three at? And they're like, oh, it's coming, but uh, by Ethan and Ella and payday too Um, there's another game that. oh uh, did you see I keep bringing up new stuff uh, the division 2 the devs are into an error where they can't update the game anymore and as soon as I heard that because they said all updates are on hiatus now because they can't update it because of this error and as soon as I read that I just added them I'm like time to make division 3 because like I'm like it's it's time dude let's get a new one that's interesting yeah it's bizarre it's like it's like when you hear a dev lost the files to an old game of theirs and now they can't re-release it Mm -hmm. i think it happened to kingdom hearts well japanese gaming culture for a long time was like always look forward
1: never back yeah and so like they would just delete that shit well
0: that's why square wouldn't make a final fantasy 7 remake is because they said they wanted to look ahead for final fantasy and not live in the past but obviously that changed so
1: yeah they found a good uh Compromise, I think,
0: with that because they, they they this is a hundred percent a new game. <laughs> yeah, so, um, played Ghost Recon Breakpoint, which is interesting. I have a weird relationship with that game. Uh, When it first came out, I was not a fan of it. I actually played the alpha, like alpha alpha of it, where I couldn't talk about it because I had to uh, agree to a NDA. Oh, um, That
1: was the one that wasn't, and then became
0: tactical a, game. A ghost recon yeah game? yeah, yeah. <laughs> it came out as a leader shooter and people yeah. like me were like you already have the division like this should be ghost recon nobody played it so they're like okay we're gonna uh, they did something that i still feel mixed on um dog like, this game can be whatever the hell you want we just want you to play it and i i'm happy to say logging in there's a shitload of people play this game now uh they have a mode pvp mode called ghost war People are playing that when they have a hub, which I had no idea was a thing. When I played this originally, there's nobody in that hub, so I thought it was just like me and my squad. But I I played uh, recently, and there's just people running around this hub, and I'm like, oh, people play this game? Interesting. Yeah. So what they did is in the beginning, and you can do this as detailed as you want. They don't even care. You gotta play this as the original version as a looter shooter, or you can play it as a tactical game, or you can do whatever the fuck you want in between. You can turn certain things on and off to different degrees. There's these drones that used to just fly around nonstop constantly. It was like cliff racers in fucking Morrowind. Like, you're just constantly getting interrupted by these things. They're not a challenge. They're just annoying. And it drove me insane. I used to be running through a field. and It's like, well, a drone's coming. And you got to lay down in the mud and wait for it to pass. And then you get back up, and start running. And then five seconds later, another drone goes by. And you have to keep doing that. You can turn them off now. They have a whole feature that there's like, well, you can just turn off if you want i'm like okay i don't want to do that because i want to play your game the way it was intended but I just, also this sucks I so. there's a lot of like uh, without them just saying it uh please play my game it's the most ubisoft game ever <laughs> ubisoft always makes decisions and fans go we hate this and like okay 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 we hear you we hear you we'll fix it and know, they do that recently but yeah, recently no, they're 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 really bad but for a while there that was kind of their their thing um and this game's literally that like it's the closest thing to you walking into Ubisoft and shaking hands with somebody who's telling you what game they're going to make for you now. Like, it's the closest thing to that because like you start mm-hmm. this game and it's like, what do you want this game to be? And it's like, aren't you the dev? They're like, well, yeah, but like we made like three different games and you can just kind of pick between them now. Cause we just want you to play the game and be on it. And, uh, I hate that and like it because I, I can finally play this game and enjoy it. But also I'm like, don't you have a fucking vision? Why am I making this decision? Like you should have, Somebody with ideas who who um, you know had had a vision for this game and and, and executed it well enough. Uh, you shouldn't have to depend on me to to change these parameters to get the game out of it that that I want. But at the same time, I'm enjoying it, so it worked. Um, yeah, the that, vision is to make service game. That's the vision. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting, though, because, like, for instance, if Josh wanted to play it because it has has multiplayer co-op and PvP, uh, if Josh wanted to play as a looter shooter and he joins my game and I'm playing it tactical mode, he's now playing a tactical mode. So they made a really interesting system that can adapt to either way um, and vice versa. So um, it's it seems kind of like I keep thinking about like, man, they worked on some complicated systems to make this happen. So I have to give him credit there. They were really adamant about, like, we have to salvage this game. Yeah. Um. So, overall, uh, it is a typical Ubisoft game. Big, huge map. Uh, a lot of missions that are samey, uh, where you just go and sneak around and shoot people. And uh, you can go, you know, guns blazing or stealth your way, which I actually enjoy the stealth in the game. Um, There's multiple classes. I think there's, like, nine, eight or nine of them now, which is pretty cool. I'm playing one called Echelon which is based off of Splinter Cell. Um, and so my guy has a move where he can just scan the area and you can see people's uh, silhouettes through walls, which is kind of lame, but in a big open world, I don't mind it so much. Um, it's kind of sad too. It's the closest thing to a Splinter Cell game I have. My guy literally has like a Splinter Cell uh, like mask on with the, the goggles and then I'm in like a tactical outfit and my character gets perks to, I think I do 50% more damage with pistols. So my guy's just running out the silence pistol. And it plays kind of like the last Splinter Cell game. So I'm like, I'm just playing Splinter Cell now. This isn't even Ghost Recon. <laughs> um, but I'm having fun. So, um, But yeah, I've been playing that co-op with uh, Josh and uh, Sarah. Um, it's funny because I, I bought this game on the Ubisoft store because it was on sale a while back and played it for five seconds, didn't nobody else who was playing it, so I'm like, ah, I'm not gonna play this anymore so I stopped playing it, uninstalled it they added all the stuff that where you can, you know customize your experience for however you want to play it and I was like, that's cool, but I'm not gonna play it I, you know, whatever, I got other games to play then it was on sale, I think it was like 12 bucks or whatever and Josh just like bought it for me and Sarah because he wanted to play it and I was like, eh, hey, fuck it, I'll play it but then I thought about it, I'm like, I already owned this game you just kind of gave me, you, you bought Access on Steam, yeah, which I appreciate because now I don't have to go to the uh, ubi play wherever the hell it's called but, uh, but yeah anyway we've uh, we've been doing co-op it's fun it's fun in like a sandbox way a lot of shenanigans happening um, the shooting satisfying I have it on the highest difficulty when it, uh, when it comes to just AI and th- there's a difficulty for AI and then for I think the survival elements of it I have all those cranked up because I like one shot one kill style gameplay um, and uh, so that's been fun um and yeah, it's not a game I'm going to highly like recommend to people, but uh if it sounds interesting to you, you can probably make it interesting for you. So check it out. Just buy it on sale cuz I don't know. The the whole development of the game, I don't know if it really deserves a whole lot of uh praise, but it's playable now. So that's cool. All right, uh last game I played, this has been a long one, but uh it's been so long since we've had a what we've been playing segment that uh I think it's cool. Um i played through and beat dead space uh quick thing i want to kind of throw out there for anybody who's curious about this i skipped dead space back in the day like it came out i looked at it and i was like it's not even scary like it's bright it's sci-fi you got like crazy laser guns like that's supposed to be scary and i was being like an elitist i think because like i was into like silent hill and resident and stuff like that and some people were like oh dead space is so good Dead Space is so good i'm like yeah i guess if you're into action games I was wrong completely. Uh, I fucking love Dead Space now. Like, I'm like a huge (laughs) fan. I I beat this remake and I was like, holy shit. I was like, that's what I missed out on. And then, like, I I just deep dived into lore for days on this game. And I was just like, that's, I'm a fucking Dead Space fan now. This is wild. (laughs) Like, when people say it's one of the best survival horror games out there, yeah, it is. Like, that's crazy. Uh, So, anyway, uh, I played through Dead Space, Uh, it's phenomenal um graphically it's great it's actually scary the lighting's horrifying uh the gameplay is awesome uh it's satisfying to shoot limbs off of uh oh god um necromorphs Mm. oh my god i was i kept wanting to say xenomorph um the lore and the story is so so good it's so weird to say that because like the first like 10 chapters of the game i'm like gotta get off ship gotta get off Get off the ship. Okay, this is pretty crazy. We got to get off this ship. Um, and then by the end of the game, I'm like, what in the fuck is happening? And then, like, <laughs> you know, you start learning about the marker and like uh, the history with it and how humans built this one. And there's an original one. And back in 2200, some kid found it on Earth. And then, like, 500 years later, like, I'm just like, this is like a huge story. It's crazy. So, Yeah, Dead Space is great. I highly recommend it. I'm playing New Game Plus now and I'm having a blast with it because um, all your guns can be upgraded over time. So there's a reason to play again other than just the gameplay. Um, And uh, yeah, I'm enjoying that. I'm enjoying getting all my stuff leveled up. Um, I really want them to make Dead Space 2 remake because I've still never played Dead Space 2, but I know the story now because I had to know um, I'm going to play it though. I'm going to buy the original trilogy and play through it because I want to uh, experience them now, even though I've heard the complaints about three. And I get why people didn't like it, I guess. I haven't played it, but I know the complaints and I, it makes sense to me. But I want to play it for the story. But um, yeah, I want them to remake Dead Space 2 the way they did this one because they did such a good job on it. Like, Motive knocked it out of the park with this. Uh, and it's so cool to see EA put out a single player game that's this good. I'm like, you motherfuckers can do this. Um, I guess they I told you this, but maybe for anybody listening, um, they saw the success of Resident Evil 2 remake and the praise on it. And then they saw that uh, Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order was a success. And those two things clicked and they're like, wait, single player games sell. And it's like, uh uh-huh. It's only like, I don't know, 75% of Sony's business model. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. And the only reason Dead Space died as a brand is because they deviated with Dead Space Three. They turned it into an action co-op game, or every other game EA has, where they decide yep. to change it too much. Every single one. Yeah, they they always make a great game, and then they just make it bad eventually. And people are like, "What are you doing?" And they're like, "Well, I guess it's fucking dead." And it's like, "Hold on, like wh- why'd you do that?" Um. So yeah, so I would I would love them to do the trilogy. Uh, as remakes i would love a dead space four if you can bring back people who uh worked on the original dead space game especially the writers because the story's so good that i would be freaked out of somebody to come in and just kind of ruined the trajectory of that um i even think like a prequel game uh would be really sick um but yeah i'm i'm all about it i've uh i've been wanting to play this game again ever since i beat it and uh yeah i just really like dead space it's fucking crazy so i've like i I feel like i've been living a lie for so long because like the original dead space came out so long ago and i've always just been like yeah whatever that game's fine some people like it i don't i'm not big i'm big on it it's all kind of a gimmick and now i'm just like completely switched around i'm like this game's a fucking this game's genius it's a masterpiece it's so good for horror games it's so weird
1: i mean part of that too is though like you know you played a game at a younger age with Mm -hmm. a different you were a different person, yeah. essentially. Well, it's like, like when I originally played so. Final
0: Fantasy Tactics, I was like, "This game sucks." When I was a kid, and like now I'm like, "It's great." Like, but that didn't happen. That happened way earlier. I hated that sentence. Sure, <laughs> sure. When I was a kid, though, I wasn't really into a whole lot of RPGs. Even yeah. I liked shit like Shining Force, but uh, but I I that changed way early on, like in my early 20s. But like I'm like 36 right now, and I'm going like, wait, Dead Space is good. <laughs> <laughs> like it's so weird. It's such a weird experience though. But uh they, they did a great job with that remake. It's so good. So anyway, if you need uh if you need an endorsement to play Dead Space, please play it because I want them to make money. So EA goes, first off, we can make single player games because they can and they have and they've been doing a good job at it when they do it. But secondly, we can get Dead Space going again. Like they put so much money into Dead Space when it first came out. They made all these, like, movies, animations, these comics, books, all sorts of shit. The, the book, um, I forgot what book it is. I was looking it up. But uh, it goes for, like, $500 online because it was limited. It's great. It's just a paper book. And it's, like, expensive as shit. It's, like, three to $500 on eBay. Um, so, anyway. Uh, also be vocal about if you like it. Like, you know. Like on I'm Social doing.
1: channels and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you know. You got to especially with these big companies that you know they're not playing games (laughs) yeah they're paying for games that's it yeah then looking Uh, at numbers they they gotta know what you're interested in yeah oh they're not gonna make it and they're just gonna keep ruining shit as they you know have proven time and time again so
0: yeah so anyway, I won't gush about it anymore. I can I, I can just say more and more good things about it. It's it's so good. But uh, all men be praised. You guys know what I'm talking about. And let me know in the comments, what games have you guys been playing lately? What games would you recommend us play? What games are you looking forward to playing? And uh, if you've played Hogwarts Legacy or if you have opinions on Hogwarts Legacy, let's have a conversation. And uh, if you've played Dead Space, please tell me you've played it. It's so good. Um, or make fun of me for not liking the original games because I'm just like so blown away about that um let me know what you're thinking about in the comments below when it comes to dead space and everything gaming all right we have three videos to watch first one up today is pacific drive which uh i'm told is a rogue light where you drive around in a car i think it's based here uh in the olympic mountain range uh and you're driving through like different biomes like that that change and when your car gets damaged, you like respawn or some shit. I don't know. It's 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 interesting. We'll watch it. They'll give us the details. But uh, I thought it'd be an interesting thing to cover because uh, it's kind of a an interesting and original take on the genre that I know you're not a huge fan of. But uh, what do you think about somebody taking that and uh, changing it into a completely different genre of like driving a car? I mean, I'm not uh, completely opposed,
1: obviously, to, to anyone making honestly much of anything because you know you maybe you're the one to to make me interested or or get other people interested right it's not just about my interests
0: but um maybe you're making a harry potter game for somebody who's not into harry potter yeah exactly so uh you know uh
1: it could be an interesting idea there are a couple roguelikes that i you know i like a little bit Mm -hmm. Um, i'm not in love with any but um you know maybe this is the one who knows
0: Yeah, uh, I'm interested in this because I think it's a refreshing take. Uh, I love when somebody takes a genre that you feel like is kind of tapped and does something new with it. And this kind of tells me that you could probably do a lot of different things with the genre now. Um, If somebody's turning into a driving type game, um, you know, uh, I typically think of it as either a shooter, a top down game or a third person action game. And uh, somebody turning into a game where you're driving around. Very interesting. So uh, with that, we should probably watch it. Okay. Formulate a real opinion. This is Pacific Drive in three, two, one, goat.
1: Expert driving. In particular are extremely susceptible yeah, to certain conditions. And to get you have access to the basic simplistic version of building car. So. When out of the field, make sure to utilize all appropriate safety gear and equipment. Arda does not condone petty theft. However, should you find yourself in a life-threatening situation, you may at times borrow from your surroundings.
0: Okay, so you can get out of the car. That's interesting. Scrapping other vehicles. Mm-hmm. Definitely going for the cinematic approach here. Something bad happened.
1: You encounter phenomena out the Remember the three
0: I kinda stamps. like to hear upgrade in the car like that, that's neat. Observe. Oh, way too much ass. Approach only at your own risk. This actually looks kind of cool. Number two, do not attempt to contain or interact with the car. Hopefully the car physics are good. It looks like the car's actually so. moving around as it's driving, which is kind of cool looking. Like on the suspension, the right? Upon
1: your from the and number three, leave them where you found them. Seeing so that the very thing that seems to be Vehicle it does seem to
0: be mostly like a scavenger. Vehicle. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if you'll be able to defend yourself on foot. He's holding stuff around like sing like combat. Now, mm-hmm. not forget the most important critical
1: role. Do not get caught out in the instability. We remind you that Arda is
0: not governed by any tropic constitution that occurs to you or you love. Pretty crazy visuals too. ARDA personnel are expected to follow strict protocol. Remember, personal methods of creative expression are highly encouraged so long as it does not interfere with official equipment. Arda is not liable for any injuries or damage. Okay, so there's as a result. stuff to customize, that's, that's cool. It for
1: Happy trails and good luck.
0: That's going to be key though cuz like gameplay obviously matters, but ways to interact with the game is going to keep people playing it. Yeah. Now available to wishlist. So interesting how that is t- the new
1: pre-order basically. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, without spending money, so I'm behind yeah. it. Just going like, hey, remind yourself when this game comes out. Well, it also shows them the level of interest. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, that's fair too. I almost never wishlist games, but uh, actually that's not true i wishlist them all the time when i'm when i'm going through sales i'm like uh i might want this later and i wishlist it but i never like preemptively wishlist games almost ever unless it's like a an indie game that's going to be like early access i guess i could mute this
1: it is definitely more of a watch later sort of thing yeah 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 anyway what do we think um i think it is a an interesting idea i'll give the uh full credit for that i i like um stuff I love the, the scenery. It's very mm. home like you know? <laughs> uh yeah I don't know. I, I I think the I'm gonna be honest, I I still wouldn't play it. Um but that doesn't mean I don't think it's a good idea. I like mm. I like the the visuals, I like the customization stuff. I think that's a really cool thing. Um it, it'll be neat to see like the unless like stats are heavy, in which case there'll be a meta but if it is just mostly for um you know some stats but mostly cosmetic reasons Uh, you're gonna see all these like really interesting different cars you know between different players and stuff i like the idea that you get out and you like scavenge for parts Um, i wonder what the actual like main objective is because i I assume like most roguelikes do have a purpose at some point
0: i wonder if it's to escape this zone
1: possibly yeah um i also kind of like how there is yeah this basically this like I am assuming supernatural mm-hmm. like zone they're they're stuck in. Um I don't know. A lot of neat ideas. Obviously, uh it's to kind of fit within like the idea of what they want to do with the vehicle stuff, but um it seems creative. I like it. So
0: yeah. Um I'll probably pick this up. It looks like something I would definitely play. I like driving games, I like the visual style, I like the atmosphere. I like that it's set in the Washington, which is always a, a plus. Um, I like that they're doing um, their own take on Roguelites. Um, I like the the inventiveness of it. Um, the gameplay does look fun to me. I like I like driving in games. Like, and as long as it feels good, that'll be worth it. I like scavenging for stuff in games. It seems like it's secondary as a gameplay element to this, but definitely seems like something you're going to be doing. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm curious about the story and how it's going to unfold. It seems like there's some pretty big events that happen, like we're seeing right now, that uh, will make it interesting, give you some of those wow moments that uh, that I always like seeing, especially from indie games. Because, you know, they got nowadays, not so much, but like, you know, more limited resources than like a AAA developer can, you know, create crazy c- scenarios for you to see. Um, and, yeah, I think I, I might wish list this because it uh, looks like a game I'll definitely play. Um, I like what they're doing with it anything else nope all right let's know in the comments what you guys think of pacific drive is that what's called pacific drive yep uh does this look like a game you want to play um what do you think about roguelites uh what do you think about the genre uh and possibly changing things up with it like they're doing here um what do you think about the pnw if you know what that is and uh yeah what do you want from this game i'm
1: pretty fond of it
0: let me know what you think in the comments below. That was short and easy. All right. Next video we got is Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Nine minutes of gameplay. So it's going to be a little bit of a sit. Um, But before we watch this, this is, of course, the sequel to the uh, Fallen Order uh, game that came out a little bit ago. We actually just played that on Plus Club and reviewed it. So if you want to hear our thoughts on that, go check that out. But uh, I'll give you a real quick uh, hint from my perspective. Uh, This is a game that I was recommended a lot. I played it. I liked it. I think it has some shortcomings, but I think it has some. Good stuff going on it as well. Um, things I think that can definitely be improved upon. So that's what I'm hoping for when it comes to Survivor is, uh, you know, take what was good, get rid of what was bad. I already heard that they're adding fast travel to this because I also think people won in the last game, um, me included, because I thought traversing some of the areas sucked. Um, so they're listening, which is good to hear. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, what I'm looking for here is just a more refined experience with better. Um, uh, features like you want from any sequel. We saw a trailer for this, uh, before I had played Fallen Order and I thought it looked pretty cool. So, um, yeah, honestly, I'm just hoping this will be a better version of the last game with, uh, better systems and sounds like that's what they're doing. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with most of what you said outside of the, the personal interest aspect of it. Um, but I mean, for the sake of, the many people i've heard who liked the game i i do hope they just improve upon what they did uh, listen to the feedback which it sounds like they're doing and then um you know one thing i'd like to see from playing a little bit of the one prior um is hopefully the environments are less obvious about mm-hmm. their intentions but uh that's a nitpick more than anything so
0: yeah i'd like it to be a little more immersive mm-hmm. in its world it doesn't look like an open world where you can run in every direction but like the last game feels like a lot of hallways, and not in a convincing way that like from software are so good at doing. Um so yeah. Definitely level design could be improved, but sounds like they're thinking about it if they're adding fast travel within the, the maps, so for sure. Yeah. Ready to watch this? Yep. All right, this is Star Wars Jedi Survivor, nine minutes of game plan three, two, one, go. I hope they fix his run, even though he still looks kinda of wild. That run is Star Wars crazy. Jedi
1: Survivor is February's IGN first, and good. kick it all off. Graphically, introducing you to the world of
0: Kobo, mm, a brand weird.
1: new planet that Calcestus crash lands on early in the game after a secret mission. Like he's he involved up riding with Riding Those horses. Enjoyed this look at nine minutes of gameplay on Kobo, and be sure to check IGN all throughout the month of February for much more Star Wars Jedi Survivor.
0: This environment already looks better than most environments I've, I've seen okay. in the last game.
1: Mind giving me a closer
0: look? Oh, he's got a deeper voice now. Our boy's growing up.
1: That is one big beast. We have our target. Now
0: let's reach one it. One thing I was really surprised by the last game, we talked to us on Plus Club, but it was the customization. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting like to be able to change your outfit so much, change, I forgot that guy, BD, BD1? Um, I think that's his name. Being able to customize him, being able to last customize your ship. Luperbolt like I was, was kind of surprised on how much All there was in the, the game. game. Yeah,
1: no, that stuff's always welcome.
0: Yeah. Especially in a game that already has, like, a skill tree, so it's, like, not the only thing that you're unlocking. It's just customization. It's just, like, added. He's escaping. He's escaping. Dual wielding looks cool. I don't know if the last game has it or not. I don't think it does. But I didn't get to a point where there was dual wielding, so yeah, totally. I think this is a new feature.
1: And he very quickly abandoned
0: <laughs> yeah he was just kind of showing that he could do it I really liked the the combat even though oh that's one thing I wasn't know I'll have to pay attention this next fight but um I'm sure there'll be another fight uh impacts didn't feel good in the last game didn't feel like really staggering people Bye. but other than that I thought the combat was like really good I liked the, the amount of Strategy involved with fighting things. Mm. That guy's pissed over there. Oh shit! Looks like you're gonna have uh, not only a variety in the way your lightsaber looks, but also different kinds of lightsabers, which is really cool. He got staggered a little bit when he hit him the second time What way his heal was way faster in the last game oh, I remember. In the last game you just kind of say something to bd1 and then all of a sudden it flies up in the air And then you get healed and this it looked like he just kind of stabbed himself real quick That's cool I think I was just ready to leave after getting cut up.
1: Um, this is, dude, just a masterful style or what? About, uh, most people had like a uh, no
0: weapon type. I mean, I know it's a game, but I don't know. When it comes to Star Wars lore, I don't want to pay attention anymore. Ever since Disney. Yeah, I mean, obviously, don't either. Not <laughs> wonder if climbing yeah. you're gonna have to hold L2 again. It. That seemed like a weird it was a weird thing. extra step, in. yeah. I'll
1: yeah. be That
0: was cool looking. Mm. Very dark mall. The way he jumped up and a little poke, yeah. yeah. Who the hell is just going to use the single lightsaber now? That oh, seems like a thing just transforms.
1: Yeah, so he's taking it apart in to... two... Mm.
0: Turning the double sides. Maybe they're taking a hint from uh, Neo and trying to have that switch your weapons and stance thing. Mm. Looks like he's just Spider Man, just touching the wall. Nah, dude, he's Mario. Yeah, or Mega Man. True. That is not an efficient way of getting around, guys. Uh, not an efficient way of surviving either. Just <laughs> chilling with anything that walks up to you. It's a good view. Yeah, it looks great. There's some views in the last game I thought were really good, too. They definitely uh, were thinking big when it came to at least visual environments. Mm -hmm. I was ready for him to fucking squeeze through there and just walked on in. He can hit a bunch of people. That was cool. Yeah, he did that in the last game too. Every like new thing you like add to your collection. Gotta this. Mm. Can't get very far. Into it, so.
1: Always on point.
0: All right, so we're definitely getting the customization back, which I'm not surprised. I don't know why you take that away. I was just chilling, dude. You didn't have to fucking murder it. Still chilling. Forever, forever chilling. Yeah, I like that the map on this, I mean, it's still kind of designed similar, but the, the hallways feel more open, which I appreciate. I would like to actually beat the last game, so there's a chance I would definitely play this.
1: Those little things are trying to eat everything. True.
0: Walk, yeah, that was a thing I liked for the last game, too, is, like, sometimes I'll think about something, like, can you do that? And then I'll try it, and it'll work. I'm like, okay, cool. They talk about it. Like, uh, Obviously, you can deflect lasers back at people, but, like, when the miss Launcher guy showed up and started shooting at me, I was like, Can I, like, force push those back? And you can. They really want to sell this game. They should co-op.
1: I'd like to know what's in them too but we don't have that kind of time
0: yeah or just uh, some other Jedi even though that would break uh, canon Um, I don't care because I like gameplay and uh, Neo's got co-op the Souls games technically got co-op a bunch of games like this have co-op so that'd be uh, really cool to see but yeah all right. what'd you think I mean I think
1: it, it looks like a sequel which you know it's a good thing. Not everything has to be like mind-blowingly new, um, mm-hmm. you know, take what works, make, you know, improve upon it, make it newer, um, you know, add more features and whatnot. And, and it looks like they're doing that. So I, I think, you know, for people who are fans of the first one, uh, there's, you know, a lot to look forward to, to playing a second one. Um, outside of that, I mean, it, it just, it looks like the same game to me, Yeah, but I don't have an interest. So I'm probably the wrong person to have like a deep thought on it um outside of it does it just it looks newer which is you know
0: good so yeah it does just look like a newer version of the last game which i'm not going to say is like a negative because like some people get really hung up on like oh the sequel just looks like the last game I'm like what's well, the sequel it's to the last sequel. game It's yeah. it's got to have connective tissue it's got to be a similar game it'd be weird if you're playing street fighter and then street fighter 2 is a racing game like you'd be like what the fuck is going on um so but it does. It does look like an improvement, though, for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, combat definitely looks like an improvement. Um, I think the map design on this place is definitely an improvement. Uh, graphics are better, but they're pretty similar. Um, the run's a little better, but it's not like it's not it's not much of an improvement. So that might just be how that guy actually runs in real life. Which, if that's true, whatever. That's that's how he is. But uh, but yeah, overall, I think it's it's looking fun and having prior experience with the last game now. Uh, and enjoying it I've, I've been having fun with it um, it's not like the most amazing thing ever but I've I've been liking it um, this does look like a game I would definitely play um, I still got an urge for uh, the devs to add co-op there's still time do it please because um, that'd be dope just just do it like without canon just be like oh you can play as like Luke Skywalker it doesn't matter they're not even in the cutscenes uh, or, or fucking Darth Maul or whatever the hell you want to play it'd be cool to, to be able to play as co-op but um obviously something for that um but yeah it's looking cool definitely a game that i'm uh, i'm curious about i would like to know maybe if there's a video um that breaks down like new features new things coming to the game because that would have been a lot more helpful for me with this game than this but um it's looking good i'm glad that respawns got a hit on their hands that's not just apex legends even though i would fucking love a titanfall three um but uh The diversity of what they got going on with uh, the games they're making is really cool to see. This is a very different game than uh, Apex. Um, Very different game than Titanfall. Uh, I mean, they're all sci-fi, but like, you know what I'm saying? And um, yeah. Did you hear about the fucking Titanfall game they're gonna make? You told me about it. Yeah. Yeah. And then they canceled it. That shit's fucking... That shit's Just make Titanfall 3, dude. What the (laughs) hell? Stop fucking around. Um, But yeah. Looks cool. Definitely interested. And... uh, Looking forward to knowing what they're bringing to the table. And if you know about that, let me know in the comments. But uh, with that, let me know in the comments what you thought of this nine minutes of gameplay. Unless you had something else to say. Um, What stood out to you? What didn't stand out to you? What's some newer features that maybe you noticed because you maybe beat the last game that you uh, maybe want to highlight for us? Uh, I'm still kind of confused if there was dual wielding or uh, the dual bladed uh, lightsaber in the last game. I don't think there was. I played the game for hours, never saw it. So unless it's like an end game thing, I don't know. But uh, uh, if that's new, let me know. And uh, yeah, are you excited? Or are you not excited? Let me know everything you think about in the comments below when it comes to Star Wars Survivor. All right, last video we are watching was part of the um, Nintendo Direct that we didn't watch. It's pretty much the only thing I feel like was kind of worth us reacting to. And uh, to kind of speak for you, neither of us are like huge Zelda fans. I think we appreciate it, but uh, I don't think we're like mega fans of it. Um, We obviously grew up playing it because we're of that age. But um, I feel like it's it's such a a big blockbuster title that we we need to have an opinion on it. So uh, I think it'd be worth watching this, seeing what they're bringing to the table and with our prior conversation on where the switch is going, you know, see where possibly the end of the switch, if this is indeed some of the end games of it, uh, are, are at what they're going to look like, how they're going to be.
1: Yeah. I mean, for me, like the, you know, the, the Zelda games, um, that I would like want to sit down and play if I was to play them are would be, um, you know, linked to the past. And, uh, um, Oh, I can't remember the name of it now. The one on
0: Game Boy. Um, no, I can't remember it. It doesn't matter. What about anyways, Ocarina of Time, dude? I, it's fine. Love that game. I don't love it, but it was it was fun enough. Um, I have fond memories of it because it was like that time, that age, that moment in gaming. 64 all the great games that i mean came i out played it a lot for yeah. for that reason like uh,
1: of its time but i just don't think for me it it it, it aged with me very mm-hmm. well um uh versus like i could still play like the past today so oh for sure yeah um obviously that's just a preference in style um that being said i appreciate zelda i think uh it's great that they've been able to keep a franchise alive this long and change it as much as they do and keep True. people interested in it. Uh, that's great. Um, and I especially think with, um, I can't remember the name of the last one. Now this one being the sequel to it or whatever, or part of the same universe. I am not a hundred percent sure, mm-hmm. but uh, they took, quite a big gamble with the big changes to the way it plays and stuff, making yeah. it like a more very sandboxy in comparison and durability and weapons. And like the, the, the weird, like I'm not a hundred percent, like I didn't play it. So forgive me, but uh like being able to like grab onto things with this little device or whatever, mm-hmm. and like, you know, put it in stasis or move, you know, move it and stuff like that. Um, th- those were all, you know, uh, refreshing takes for the for the series and I, g- I have to give credit for it so
0: yeah I didn't play as much as I wanted to but it was neat for for the most part um, it's interesting how they went with an open world and kind of did the um, typical Zelda dungeons uh, feeling how they used to feel but in an open world map which is kind of doesn't really deviate a whole lot from even Super Nintendo because uh, I always kind of felt like open world from for me when I was younger uh, on a smaller scale of course but uh yeah i i uh i kind of liked what they did with the last game and this one i'm sure is going to be very similar um kind of paved the way for uh elm ring as well because elm ring uh follows that kind of design in a lot of ways as well um yeah and they both have
1: uh to my knowledge uh exploration is rewarded you know yeah, you think, yeah
0: so. for sure um so yeah i'm hoping for the best for this game i'm just curious on what they're going to do with it. Cause every new Zelda, I never know if it's going to be like completely different than the last game. And I'm okay with that now. Like when I was younger, I was like, Oh shit, what are you doing with this? But now I'm like, Oh, this is what you do with Zelda. You change it up constantly. And I kind of like it. Cause it, it's almost like how, like you have different Batman movies with different actors, but like in different themes and vibes or whatever, but it's still Batman. Um, this has, Zelda has a similar feeling to it where it's like, similar themes, similar characters or whatever but different settings, different visual styles, stuff like that. And I kind of appreciate it. It gives, gives a variety while maintaining the original um soul of of what the game is. Mm-hmm. And I assume this will be the same, but um but uh yeah, just curious about uh what it looks like and uh what the durability is going to be like so I can enjoy the game. And uh yeah. Ready, to watch it. Yep. All right. This is Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom official trailer number 2 and 321 and go. Don't expect it to look at that much better in the last game, because, like we discussed earlier, the switch is kind of capped at this point. Mm-hmm. I think. I think you could squeeze more out of it just through the engine alone. You know, getting more out of it, but I feel like it's probably about as good as gonna get.
1: Rise, rise, my servants. Sweep over Hyrule. This kingdom and her allies Leave no survivors
0: Goddamn Castlevania Big dudes.
1: But Link, I am not sure you'll be able to stop
0: him. Wouldn't be much of a game if you failed. It's interesting because you get these huge vistas, which I think look great, especially running on the Switch. But uh, the verticality is really interesting—how he's like in these like sky islands, mm-hmm. which is pretty neat. Gives you that much more exploration. Mm-hmm. Damn, I'm gonna pick it up just for that. So, coming out in May of this year, kind of right around the corner, um what we think um,
1: I, there's a lot of ignorance here for mm-hmm. me because I just didn't play the last one, but it looks pretty much like the last one for me um I don't know what's new and what's not so it's gonna be hard for me to say that um but I mean, all I could really say is if you liked the last one, I can't imagine you not looking forward to this one yeah um but yeah i i don't know if i actually have a deep anything to say about this it just i didn't play the last one i can't imagine Mm -hmm. i'll play this one so
0: yeah um i overall think it looks good i think it's interesting it's got a much darker tone than the last game um which i definitely uh vibe with um the setting looks cool i don't know what's going on storyline wise because uh i don't know What's going on there, uh, especially because I never beat the last game. So, and I assume these are connected. They look very connected. Um, But yeah, the world's looking awesome. The uh, we didn't see a whole lot of combat, but uh, the enemy types look imaginative. I really like the traversal uh, right around the horse, the uh, hang gliding, but then also like that weird vehicle he was driving, that drone he was flying around on is definitely really cool looking. Um, The exploration in this game looks like it's going to be awesome. It looks like you're really going to be. Getting the Zelda experience by obviously exploring like you would in any other game, but also like figuring out puzzles, getting items that are going to give you access to certain areas. It seems like there's a huge variety in locations. I expect that from a Zelda game, but uh, we're definitely getting that in this trailer alone. Um, I do like Link's design. I think he looks pretty cool. Um, Yeah, these environments are just crazy looking. Um, I would be curious to know what features are new, what's changed, because I'm not... I didn't put a whole lot of time in the last game. I played enough to go, yeah, it's pretty cool. And just kind of moved on with my life. But, um, this does seem overall very similar to the last game, but, uh, I think, I I think it looks better. I think, uh, not just like visually, but like, um, it just has a tone to it that feels a little more epic than the last game. And that, that's more attractive to me, um, for a game that's like an adventure. You got to explore and, and conquer stuff. So, um, I probably keep my eye on this, honestly. Um, though I feel compelled to have to go play the last game and beat it if I'm going to play this. So we'll see if that happens. But um, yeah. Hopefully the durability system's cooler, though, because I was not a fan of it in the last game. I heard a lot of people complain about that, and then I hear a lot of people defend it, and it seems like it's a mixed issue. Or maybe it's a situation where after a while in the game, it becomes less of an issue, but I'm playing yeah. enough to know about that. So, And I hear enough people complain about it that maybe a lot of us didn't get far enough, I don't know. But, um, but yeah, really cool looking. Um, and again, I, I love seeing a game that looks like this. It's obviously, like, on a technical level, the, the textures, and the anti-aliasing stuff is, like, leave something to be desired. But, like, this doesn't feel like it's being held back by the Switch. It looks like a fully uh, realized, uh, experience, world gameplay that that uh, is just still awesome to see being pulled off on the hardware so really cool anything else you want to say all right let's know in the comments what you guys think about the legend of zelda tears of the kingdom oh one thing real quick this is gonna be a 70 dollars game do you have an opinion on that
1: games are going to cost that
0: yeah i've been telling people that since before these calls <laughs> they should came out.
1: cost more I, I you don't want to hear
0: that i'm sure yeah. but uh dlc exists for a reason yeah so yeah, that's a whole topic we've talked about it before. But uh, but I remember even before these consoles came out, even last generation, I was like, games should be $70. Uh they are finding ways to make that money anyway. We bought 64 games for $80 in the yeah. late 90s, early 2000s. Well, so. uh, dev teams are bigger now. <laughs> so. uh, it takes longer to make games. It's just like the cost goes up to make the games. The price of those games has to go up at some point. Uh, it's not cool to hear because you don't want to spend more money well, on things.
1: Or but. they have to come up with creative solutions like... You know, you can get the base game, but then there's things for whales to spend yeah. money on, yeah. essentially. So, or
0: you know, loot boxes back when that was a thing, or battle passes now, or DLC, which are all yeah. things I fucking not DLC, but uh, all things that I fucking hate. Um, so I would rather just pay like a premium price, but no, not everybody can upfront just pay a chunk. So they're sure. they're getting creative on how they can monetize games, but um, that is all because games are more expensive to be, be made and uh it's funny time you bring this up people like get pissed about it. i'm like i'm not saying i like it that's just fast sure um who wants to spend more money yeah sure exactly like, <laughs> like, all the games should be free and uh they what? should give it all to me for free am i surprised by it no, no. yeah me neither does it make sense to me yes yeah so yeah some people are like well it's a switch game but blah, blah, blah. i'm like but these prices or something they probably wanted to do a long time ago. It's so, still a video game; um, it's
1: still being made on a same level, just because the engine can't handle the same f- fidelity that a, mm-hmm. a higher engine game can.
0: So. And and just by uh, the merits of the market, when everybody else is starting to charge seventy, you kind of why wouldn't you? Because like, that's the standard now. Mm. Um, not like something that's not something I'm saying is good. But like you're gonna do it. One, I mean, for a long time, Nintendo held
1: out on doing DLCs too, and then they eventually did start doing them. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they're, they're a game company as well, like they're they're gonna follow the trends and stuff. Like they gotta that. yeah, they, they have, gotta keep their business they have the lot. same expenditures. So. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and so, not yeah. To get too into it, but you know, Japan's economy, you know, has its own uh, issues. Struggles it's gotta go through. Yeah. You know? So
0: so with that i'll extend it to you guys what do you guys think of this game what do you think about the 70 dollars price point um what do you think about that whole topic let me know of course and we can talk about the next taste cast um and uh obviously as we watch this it sounded like we don't know a whole lot about modern zelda that is a fact uh so if there's anything you want to like enlighten us on get us excited for this game don't be like hey you don't know we don't so like if there's something cool about it do you want to like explain let me know because i uh I felt kind of lost watching this but i could appreciate what i was seeing and uh it does look like something that i kind of want to play so um especially because the last one was built on the wii u and put over on the switch it's and fair, so this yeah. one's being built for the switch that's exciting to me so um yeah let me know what you thinking, thinking in the comments below when it comes to legend of zelda tears of the kingdom all right it's so that time again where we read your comments and reply to them if you want your comment read for sure type in hashtag stlg on your comment otherwise i read it at random all right so we did plus club where we reviewed fall 76 axiom verge 2 and jedi fallen order like we just talked about a little bit ago and if you want to watch that make sure to go check it out we had a good conversation but we got a couple comments and uh we'll start with ego border the first one here let me make sure it's on screen so people can see it um The first one here is, oh, my God, I hated Axiom Verge 2, and I do think it's a quality issue. I'm a huge Metroid and Metroidvania fan, and this is not a good example of the game. This is the kind of game that just wants to kick. Did I say the wrong thing? You said game. Yeah, it says game. It's not a good example of the game
1: instead of the genre.
0: Oh, oh yeah I see I see yeah. um, good example of the genre this is the kind of game that just wants to kick the player in the balls constantly hiding basic mechanics behind pointless exploration that makes doing anything a goddamn chore I got about 30 40% through finally giving up when the game racks you yet again by stripping you of your human body and restricting you to the sh- that shit little robot I don't even know about that uh, not only do I want every second back I want the developers to treat me to an enema. Yuck. Um, I kind of agree with you, but I think I was trying to be nicer about that. And like I said, if you want to see our review of it, go check it out. But um, I think you're more positive about it than I was. I sure didn't like the game, but I was trying to say it in a way that um, was critical, but um, recognize that this might be a game that people might really like and it might not just not be for me because I recognize that genre is not a huge... Uh, poll for me but um i did feel like the game just like was aggravating to play and a chore to play and so ego border um i think you uh you're you're the one end of my brain that uh i was trying to suppress on the game i don't want to be overly negative and critical of it but um i do agree with you I, i do think that the game um i was confused playing it because I was like, is this game on purpose supposed to feel like shit? Or am I just not getting it? Which I, I don't believe would be a factor. but uh, Or maybe I need to get further in the game. Or like maybe I just can't appreciate it because I don't like these kind of games. But I've played other games like this, of course, many of them. And almost none of them feel as much like I'm forcing myself to play this game for the show, obviously. But like also to see if the game gets good or not. Most games I can enjoy to a certain degree. So um your perspective's interesting because you do say you're you're not coming from my perspective you are coming from the perspective of somebody who likes these kind of games and you do think it's a quality issue so i'll take your word for it um and uh yeah i pretty much agree with you on this i i wasn't a fan of it either yeah i mean
1: i had a pretty shallow like you know first impressions opinion on the game so um you know take that for what it is i also i i think when i was referring to the gameplay part of it i said it was just very standard feeling mm-hmm. if i'm not mistaken it's been a while since we did this one episode now but um i could see where you're coming from at least um from the little bit of, i even saw uh, a lot of the mechanics felt i mean old so yeah um but yeah outside of that I, I can't really provide too much because i didn't get far enough to have you know, any counters or agreeances. So,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, well, thanks for the feedback on that. And, uh, it was almost, uh, cathartic for me to read somebody say that. Cause that's why I, I kind of felt low key about the game, but I wanted to be as fair as possible with the mm-hmm. game. Cause I try to be like that, but, uh, I did feel very frustrated playing the game. So this was kind of nice to read that somebody, I kind of felt crazy. Cause I was like, I heard axiom verge was like, awesome. Everyone loved that game. And I'm playing the second one, never played the first one. And I'm not liking it. And even on Reddit, when I talked about uh, the game uh, for Plus Club, uh, a lot of people said they didn't like it. I was like, oh, okay. I'm not insane. Yeah, it's just the game. Okay, that's fine. It can be the game. But like typically I I try to be more objective about it. Um, Yeah. So anyway, thanks for the comment. Ego Border. Uh, We got one from Enrique Gonzalez de Chavez that says, I have only played Jedi Fallen Order or I have yeah, I've only played Jedi fallen order and is the worst map I have ever seen. It was very frustrating trying to get back to the ship or find some loot somewhere. I finished the story and I gave up immediately. Now I think since it's free again, I might give it another go, but the map system is bad, at least to me. Any thoughts on that? I mean,
1: you kind of had brought up when we were watching the, the trailer for the next one, that one of the complaints was uh, traversal and, and the need for fast travel. And it seems like it's just being echoed here. Um, Yeah, you know, I, I didn't like the map design either, but I also didn't get far enough into like experience, like any, like, you know, frustration with, with, you know, finding things and getting back to my ship and stuff. Um, but I did think, you know, the exploration aspect of it was not that fun for me. And, Mm -hmm. and I think this just kind of like connects to that in some way. So, um, but I mean, it, it sounds like you're echoing what, you know, you had said earlier too. So, um, obviously
0: a common f- uh, felt problem. So that respawn is apparently addressing. So yeah. it seems like they heard enough of that. So it's not a, a rare thing. Um, I mean, yeah, I agree with you. I, I don't know if I'd say worst map I've ever seen, but the map's not good. And the map design's not that great. It's definitely experimental. It seems like they're trying to do what other people have done very well and they didn't do it that great. So I can kind of look past it because there's things about the game that I like. Um, I I think my two biggest complaints about the game, though, is it's a very buggy game. And if you don't believe me, I got videos of some really stupid stuff that happened in that game. I got some new ones, too, since uh, doing this episode that uh, are really weird, too. Uh, One, I went down a zip line or not a zip line, it's like a rope you slide down. I went halfway down it and then my guy floated outwards and he's still on the rope. And then I got pulled around. I was just flying in the air on it. And I was like, "That's not, <laughs> that's not how that works." Did I mind tricks, dude? Um, yeah, maybe. Um, so it has some technical problems, but I think if I was just looking at the design of the game and I had uh, any complaints about it, um, I think uh, lack of feedback in combat uh, is kind of frustrating. It's probably the, you know, when you're doing these cool moves, I kind of hate that they don't get staggered very often when you hit them. But uh, also, the map is kind of annoying to run around it's fun when you're exploring but when you're there and you're looking for a specific thing it feels like you kind of got to go way out of your way to get to certain points or if you go really deep into the fucking map and you have to go back to the ship like you're talking about it's it's annoying i look at the map i'm like i don't want to fucking run back there dude like i gotta go over here and then go down an elevator and then go back up an elevator oh, and get there's over a, there. there's a reason that every you know
1: third person action adventure game Uh, when you get to the objective, all of a sudden there's a, a boulder, you push out of the way and oh my God, I'm at the beginning again, Mm -hmm. like, you know, so.
0: And this does have similar stuff to that, but they're not as effective. Yeah. So I think, yeah, the second best thing you could do is fast travel. When you go to the meditation places, maybe you can just like go to the next meditation Mm -hmm. place back at the beginning. I think it'd be win-win. I don't think a whole lot of people complain about that. So, and it sounds like that's what they're doing. I don't if they're doing exactly that, but they said they're adding fast travel. So that's good. Um, yeah, I, I think I agree with you pretty much. So not the worst for me, but it's, it's not good. There's mm-hmm. definitely better examples. So um, anything else? Nope. All right. Thank you for the comment. Enrique Gonzalez de Chavez. My contacts are like fitted on my eye kind of weird right now. So it's kind of hard for me to read shit. So I apologize for anybody who's listening going, what the fuck is he talking about? All right. I did a video on the highly controversial uh, the day before where I watched 10 minutes of gameplay. The people are still saying it's fake. And I discussed my thoughts on it. So make sure to go check out that video. Um, if you're curious about what I had to say on it, this bot has just been all over my videos lately. Um, Let's see. There's some specific ones I wanted to read here. Uh, Sarah says, getting Generation Zero vibes. Um, I, I understand that. Uh, we played Generation Zero together and it was a lot of fun. So I don't know if you mean that positively or negatively. Um, <laughs> yes. But uh, <laughs> I could see where you're coming from um ego border again says didn't do anything for me so that's fair um i saw a couple of people say they watched the gameplay and it just didn't look good enough and i was kind of critical in that as well in the sense that the idea of the game the potential of it is something that interests me but when i watched the gameplay the 10 minutes not a whole lot happened a lot of running around environments that i thought looked good and shooting zombies sometimes it looked very easy but like on that there wasn't much going on so mm. i think i'm more interested in the idea than i am the gameplay so I where you are coming from ego border um Nick Raintree said something. Oh, there he is. Uh, Nick Raintree says the constant chase for an adequate survival game continues. I've never seen a game with or never seen a genre uh, with more swings and misses in my life. The fact they had to put a 30 second clip of someone playing it is just a bad sign. This honestly gives me division with zombies vibes. Uh, Expecting more delays in the future. We shall see. Keeping expectations low for now. Uh, Yeah, nailed it. I, I agree with you uh especially on the survival game like there i can't think of a genre that has more ups and downs like you said like there's really good survival games there's really bad ones and there's a really good chance that if a game looks good it's probably gonna have some issues survival is apparently a very hard genre to make a game for um but when they do it they do it but i still don't think there's like the perfect survival game out there there's some good examples of it but um there's always something up with them so um yeah i agree with you on that uh when it comes to the game i do think there's a lot of shady things going on with it so i agree with you i also do think it looks like division with zombies even though it's not a cover shooter so it's division aesthetically but gameplay wise not quite the same um i also think more delays in the future um i do think it it could come out though and i do think it could come out in a really bad shape Uh, that's what i'm mostly anticipating is going to come out and be unfinished um but uh a delay would not surprise me. They are very, they're doing a horrible job managing this game. Um, But I like where you're coming from at the end when you said, we shall see same. I, I don't know. So we will find out when we find out. Um, I also have my expectations tempered. Um, I won't get hyped for this game. I don't know why uh, I would because they're doing a horrible job relaying the info about the game. So um, yeah. Any thoughts on that?
1: Uh, If I have seen this game, I don't remember it. So uh, it would be hard for me to
0: have thoughts and opinions. Do you think it's good to temper your expectations for games? I always do. All right. That's fair. All right. uh, Thank you for the comment, Nick Raintree. Let's see uh, two more. Uh let's see. Gabe Heron says, I liked it, world looked good. The worn keys on the keypad were are was clever. Uh who doesn't like a nice butt? Fair. Fair. Uh they nailed the open world vibe. This seemed like a looting how-to seemed to be a looting how-to clip. I'm sure there's much more to the game. Um, I'm sure there is too, but you know, when they give us 10 minutes and a lot's riding on this 10 minutes. It is interesting what they chose to show, but I don't think they did that out of lack of stuff to show, or not lack of stuff to show. I, I, I think this is what they got so far. I, I feel like they're in a in a situation where they feel pressured, where they have to show something because the the people out there saying the game doesn't exist are out there. Um, but I feel like the game's not ready, and I think that delay really uh, speaks to that as well. So I think the game's kind of in trouble. And they could turn around, but, um, it does seem like there's something up with the game, but, um, I do agree. The, the keypad, uh, was clever. Um, I do think the world looked good. I think that was the biggest thing I was vocal about in the video is the environments look great. I actually really like the way the city looks, the suburban area looks uh, great. Um, and you may have a point, this could be a looting how to clip. It should, it could just serve as, you know, this is what you'll be doing. This is the gameplay loop where you're looking for stuff. This is how looting works. Um, could be it but uh i don't think there's much wow moments that could drive hype especially for the people who want this game to be bad and want it to fail um so i think they kind of failed there but uh not me but certain people i think they might have but uh but yeah it's fair i actually see a lot of people saying positive things about this game so um uh, i think you have a fair point there uh let's see last one Let's see. What's this name? Galactic Firefly says, I like the 10 minute gameplay video. It is what we asked for, to be honest, a gameplay video unedited outside the small intro. It is literally uh, if you'd go into Daisy and record some 10 minutes of gameplay, eight minutes of the 10 will be running around, too. That's fair. Uh, This video was clearly not to show anything regarding gameplay mechanics or systems. It read more. Oh, there's a lot to this. Uh, it's sore sorely is to prove that the game is real. I agree with that. Um, the female character model looks new and recent. The crafting at the workbench is new. We finally got a player who can shoot. I hope this is a milestone for fin- fantastic, to become more transparent with the community. I agree with you there. Uh, I hope we see more videos in the coming months, each detailing about the systems, uh, survivor colony, story, side quests, vehicle management, base building, enemy types. Yes, yeah, I guess have base building. I would like mm. to see uh, something on that. Gotcha. I never jumped on the, this is fake train, but I really, really want this game to be real. The last of us ish survival game is a dream. And I sure I'm sure most people watching these videos hope so too. In the end, uh, it ain't us who determine if the game is real or fake. That fate ultimately lies with Fantastics hands. And we'll see more evidence as November gets closer this year. There are people who think it's fake. There are people who think it's real. And they all have the right to believe in what they think about this game. I I agree with that, but uh, I feel like to say the game's fake, you need to come up with some evidence. Otherwise, I think it's kind of foolish. But I, I agree. People can believe whatever they want. Uh, continuing, this is a great reaction video. Thank you. Um, edit, I'm in I'm in that camp as well, worried, but I really want to play this game too. I don't really know if I can really add much in reply to what you said, because I think you're coming at this in a really objective, uh, and nuanced way. I think you're I, I really like your breakdown. Um, especially when you're talking about the things that could be showing later, like base building, vehicle management, stuff like that. These are things I want to see as well. This is a game I want to be real as well. Um, and I want them to uh, execute on it well, because, uh, the things they have said that they want to do with it sound awesome, but I can't be excited for it because first off, we haven't seen it. They haven't proved it. Um, and I know the history of survival games and a lot of them have promised a lot of things and failed. So, um, I, I, not even in a negative way, like, whoa, they fucked me over so many times, so I'm not going to ever be hyped again. I just am realistic. Like, these devs don't seem like they're on top of everything here. But I'm hoping that they that they can deliver the product that they're telling people um, they're going to do. So I'm always hoping for the best, and I want good games. Uh, I also like when you talked about uh, a Last of Us-ish survival game. Yeah, we don't have a whole lot of those. So I also would like that. Um and I agree with you when it comes to people can think what they want. Agree 100%. Uh, I just have seen a huge uh, community of people on Twitter and YouTube um, bandwagoning negativity in the sense of like non, non-objective negativity in the sense that they enjoy making this game out to be fake and they want it to do bad. Everything negative about it, they they celebrate. And I think a lot of that's driven by certain YouTube uh, creators who are essentially getting attention and and possibly money uh, from views, not a lot because YouTube doesn't pay well, but they're 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 gaining from the negativity. And there's plenty of YouTubers who their business models negativity. And I'm just like that's that's why my channel's small. We don't peddle negativity here. So. Um, it's just lame to watch. That's my whole point. So, if you're going to say the game doesn't exist, let's talk about it. But, like, just being like, the game's fake, the game's fake, the game's fake. I'm like, I don't know what to offer you there. Cause, like, we're seeing assets that, that didn't come from nowhere. They're not making a CGI 10 minute video on a game that they haven't made a dime off of. Like, what's the end game? Makes no sense to me. So, um, anyway, thank you for your comment. Uh, it was a really good one. Really appreciate it. I'm glad I saved that for last cause you had a lot to say about it. And thank you for saying it was a great reaction video. I appreciate that a lot. So, um, yeah. And thank you everybody who commented, uh, again, if you want your comment to be read next time, make sure to t- type out hashtag ask DLG on your comment. Otherwise I pick at random. That's going to do for this episode though. I've been Seth. This has been Chevy. Chevy, have you anything you want to say before we get out of here? no nope. hell no dude he's ready to play some hogwarts <laughs> all right well we will talk to you guys later all right that's gonna do it for this episode of tastecast episode 181 as always thank you for watching make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode make sure to check out our other episodes check us out on our socials and streams links down below check out our discord link down below you can talk to us anytime all the time we're on itunes spotify and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us in audio form and we have a patreon if you'd like to support our channel more than liking commenting sharing and subscribing if you're brand new. Also make sure to hit the like button. It really helps us out a lot. I got a uh, copyright strike recently and I think it's affecting views. So that kind of sucks. So help me out. And I have a TikTok if you'd like to see short form content I make uh, weekly. Um, Yeah, thanks for watching guys and uh, take it easy.